What up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Sunday Dinner Podcast. Brought to you by Team Nitty Radio's own OG Nitty and Utrella. This is part two of episode 12. And if the episode's title is what piqued your interest, well, here's where you find out why it's called You Drank Your Sister's Breast Milk? Because yes, apparently that really happened. So get ready for the foolishness and fuckery and fuckery and foolishness. So grab a plate and grab a glass, because around here at Sunday dinner, everyone eats. Normally I don't do this. <laughs> Let's talk about Kodak Black. Oh shit, what I miss? I'm him going to jail. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. Forty-six. Rapper months Kodak Black was sentenced like to forty-six months in prison on federal weapons charges. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, been looking at this. Uh, I missed that. Miami, uh, according to the MiamiHerald.com, a Miami federal judge sentenced South Florida rapper Kodak Black to three years and ten months in prison on weapons charges. It said it's far less than a maximum 10-year sentence that he could have received. The judge's um, statement to Kodak Black was, young people do stupid things, and I normally give them a break for that. The problem is that you've been doing stupid things since 15. Kodak Black has been getting in trouble for a long time. Damn. His first running with the law. And, you know, it's catching up. He pled guilty to these charges. But he's 22 years old. He pled guilty in August to lying on a background form when he purchased handguns at a Hialeah weapons store in January and again in March when he attempted to buy more guns. He apologized to the court as well as to his family and friends. Quote, I'm sorry for the actions that led me to where I'm standing. I do take full responsibility for my mishap. You ain't got a choice. How many months? 46 months. So, so almost months. four years. Yeah. yeah he's going He'll do almost three. He has three years. He'll um, do three. He has three years probation or something yeah, afterwards. Okay. So he'll do about three years in jail. Yeah. So, a couple questions here. <laughs> One, do we feel sorry for Kodak Black at this point? No, he's still, he still got money at the end of the day, so I don't feel sorry for somebody with money. Oh. <laughs> okay. First and foremost. <laughs> no. Okay. You uh, made your choices, so. Yeah, this, this is true. Um, also, and also, I guess I gotta ask too, because of course we know what the time we're living in, mm-hmm. and we see where, you know, black people get harsher sentences than say white people for the same crimes, or even white people do worse crimes. Than, like for instance, Brock Turner, the rapist, where he did they get, did he actually do jail time? I don't know that is. Days. I think he got all probation. Who was that? He took a nap in jail, I think. Who was Brock Turner? The, the swimmer that was in college that raped the girl who was sleep drunk. Oh yeah. Behind the dumpster or something yeah. like that. That, I remember the judge didn't want him to sentence him. Oh, to jail. was that the um? He, he, he couldn't go to jail because he was a of he had a bright college future. Yeah, that, that shit. So, sorry. <laughs> that, I guess that's kind of why I was asking: Do we feel sorry for people like Kodak Black? Because granted, we know he do the crime, do the time kind of thing, but it's like he's still black and got a harder sentence. When you see what's going on out there, it's like, damn, did he have to hit him with a three piece for for what I would call a victimless crime? No, but it's America. I still say yes. Because again, yes, you do feel sorry for no, him. No, I don't. Okay. I don't feel sorry for him at all. You're still a repeat offender, mm-hmm. so you can't keep telling me you sorry, sorry, right. sorry requires a change in behavior. Mm-hmm. And if you're not changing your behavior, you're not sorry. And I think that is where I have the issue. It's like, yeah, people make mistakes, but you like the if you've been making them since you were 15, like especially 
now you're at the point you done where, made it yeah you made it quote unquote what the fuck so you should and I'm, I'm at, what I'm hoping I won't say I'm hoping you have people around you who try to talk you off these ledges like if nothing else you're publicist because publicists get paid off of your image still being good mm -hmm. if your image is shot your publicist it makes their job hard to get you right or if you get shot to the point where you get canceled and it's cancel culture that publicist is gonna lose bread because what are you gonna they can't do shit for you so you have somebody in your corner saying yo do not do this Matter of fact, fine. If you want guns around you, maybe you don't feel, maybe you feel unsafe. Higher security. Why? Because you're you're, you're fucking making money. But right. I don't think that that's the reason. I think, and I don't know because I don't know the guy to right. talk to him. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's just something that you've been doing all your life, so right. you feel like you're supposed to have these things. And like you said, once you reach a certain point, there's just still certain things that you should not do. Someone should be telling you if you feel like you need to pop off guns, go to a gun range. Right. Mm -hmm. They're legal. And Shoot whatever you want. And that kind of shit has always confused me. Piggybacking on your point, like for instance, how many times we've heard about the celebrities who went to jail because they had the wild DUI records, or they've been doing 150 with point out blood alcohol level like 0.9,000. And it's like, I know you can afford a driver, a chauffeur, or could have called the Uber, and you're rich. Mm -hmm. So like. When did you stop doing nigger things? Yeah, like, what the fuck? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and go because you know, we know people who drink and drive or probably got DUIs. Like, all right, well, that's just... I mean, granted, drinking and drive is never a good decision. I'm not going to act like it is. But, all right, we, didn't, we weren't necessarily... Mugs ain't necessarily in the positions to, let's say, have a person drive at all times and that the other. But they but could. these millionaires... Maybe it's a God complex where they think they're untouchable. It has to be, right? Because they're millionaires. Mm. It has to be. So, moving on from Kodak Black, <clears throat> Lakeith Stanfield. Um, mm, I heard this morning. If you watch Atlanta. He got dragged. The movie? Uh, I mean, the show? No, I've never seen it. Okay. Um, he was also, what was that movie he was in with the call center thing? Um, sorry for your, uh, sorry for bothering you. Something the like recent that. one where he pretended to be a yeah, white, white guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw something that. Something like sorry for bothering you or something, right? What so, about him? So, he, he's so he recently he made a statement. Uh, he called out several prominent, this is according to BlackMedia.com. Mm -hmm. He called out several black media outlets asserting that they're anti-black. Some of the big ones, like The Shade Room, Breakfast The Breakfast Club. Club. Charlamagne so, was not happy. And this is a quote. He says, it's a fact. Um, yeah, he went on after the end of some of the um, favorite black media blogs on one day, on Wednesday, especially when he um, went to an Instagram post or a tweet, <clears throat> saying, quote, it's a fact that a lot of these platforms are usually or tend to be feeding grounds for negative reinforcement toward black nonconformists. They bolster faux vanity and hold a white supremacist scope over black men and women, often highlighting negative attributes and downplaying mind-expanding ones, he wrote on Instagram. Um, in a picture accompanying his post, he called out the Shade Room, Lipstick Alley, The Breakfast Club, and World Star specifically for being anti-black. I think um, he says, let me put you, he says, they serve as barbarous coward consumption pits and digital audio or otherwise slave mentality museums at all you want, is what he added at the end of his post. What are you saying, Michelle? I think that I, I, I don't 100% disagree with his, with his comments, but I feel like it's already known. The name of the website is The Shade Room. So what uplifting edifying information do you think you're going to get from something called the shade room you know right. world star was found on finding things that happen that 
aren't uplifting or edifying. Actually, I don't think it was. Oh, well, as far well, as I know. I thought Worldstar was one of the places, initially I thought it was one of the places where people can upload their music. Like, how, kind of like... Oh, people, okay. People and then it switched to that. Okay, so maybe they switched to it because that's where the money was. But yeah. again, you already know these things. So how are you calling out... It's like it's like calling out a porn website for showing porn. But you knew that that's what it was doing. So how now are you going to say, oh, you're not uplifting the the human bodies because you're what participating you in shut up. <laughs> because you're participating in porno activities? Well, it's a porn site. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know because here's my thing. Now I got to ask this question. The Breakfast right, Club, I don't agree with. Because I, I feel like they and go Charlemagne both ways. has very harsh words Because I feel him. like he goes both ways. Char- Charlemagne will give it to you hard for the donkeys that go on. He made but, him a donkey today. But his donkeys are not all black people. Mm-hmm. They're not They're not specific I think, to the black. I think where it yeah. is is, and I'm going to try to address each one. Not that I'm, I have all this in-depth knowledge of all these mm-hmm. sites and things. Mm-hmm. With the shade room, yeah, like you said, it's the shade room. I do feel like the majority... Not that I go into much, but from what I see when people when things go viral, people repost, I feel like the majority of this stuff is highlighting like negative shit about black people. I, don't, I can't okay. say I see too many negative white things, if any, on the shade room per se. But how many are adding the shade room? Oh, we probably wouldn't watch it if it was negative uh, white people. But even if they are, how many people who are doing negative white things are saying, oh, shucks, let me add the shade room well, on this? But see, but no, because I think that's like, I don't think it have to be. It's like, that would be, I feel like that would be like asking, how many people are adding TMZ? No, they're out there getting it. Like they're journalists, so they're mm-hmm. out there getting. It. I feel like the shade room has people out there getting it too. They don't really need the ads. So, from the outside looking in, they look like they're choosing to. And like I said, it's just speculation. Mm-hmm. It could it could seem to one like they're just choosing to go after and find the black misdoings, for lack of a better term, than the misdoings of other communities equally. If that makes sense. But even if they are, I'm still not understanding. If you know that that's what they're about, mm-hmm. what are you complaining for? Well, maybe he's saying if even if you're gonna be about shade, be about shade equally across the board. But if you shade. already know that this is what I'm about, what are you complaining for? BET has a show out right now called what is it? Cop. Oh, cop chasers. I want to watch it. Is it good or something like that? This show where they calling out cops for yeah, like doing crooked shit. They specifically yeah. are like ambulance chasers, but for cops. Mm-hmm. So they just walk around looking for cops doing wrong stuff and recording it and showing it on this television show. I love that. So then now for you to come back now and then say a, a, a cop to say, "Oh man, you know, I'm calling out cop chasers because you know I feel like they're only focusing on the misdoings of cops and not the ones of the doctors and the ambulance workers." I mean, could you knock them for saying, like, if you're a quote-unquote good cop, right? Could you knock them for being like, how are you just going to highlight good cops as if, like, I mean, bad cops as if good cops don't exist? I and I would say, because my show is Cop Chasers, so I'm looking for the things that cops are doing Which wrong. Which I think is where, I guess, he has the issue. Well, see, here's the thing. To his statement, he said he feels like, and I'm paraphrasing at this point, they shade black nonconformists. But nonconformists was the word that he used. Mm-hmm. What the hell does that mean? So black people don't want to conform, I guess, to what society is saying that we should like, be. Yeah, and, and I get what he's saying. Like for instance, all right. Do um, they? Yeah, like let's, how do they shade nonconformists? I just think they. No, I just think it, they shade idiotism. I'm right. Like I don't nonconformists. I think is a little well extreme. Well, um, let me let me let me try this. 
And now we're going to talk about the Breakfast Club a little bit. All right? And this could be a bad example for This could be. Mm-hmm. But I'm good. All right. Remember when Soldier Boys on the Breakfast Club? The interview with Drake. Drake. Right? And on that interview, you know, Soldier Boy was talking about his, his entrepreneurial ventures. Mm-hmm. When he had created that video game thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they tried to say his licensing was over. He said, no, his licensing was good. Now he made, and now, whether, it's not, whether he was selling truth or not, I mean, he said numbers to back it up. He made, sold like a million units of that video game thing, this and that and the other, right? Mm-hmm. And I even don't remember his words. I remember Charlemagne was basically treating him as a joke for it. Mm. And I'm like, well, dang, this man is out here on his entrepreneurship moving units. Mm-hmm. But Charlemagne's trying to find a way to make it. Dang. Making him a donkey. Yeah, and I'm like, from what I said, from what I'm saying, from what I'm hearing the interview, he said, no, we got this right. I licensed it right. The people said Nintendo was suing us. That's false, you know. Mm-hmm. And I moved a million units in that first whatever time. Right. But Charlemagne was still like trying to throw shade at his neck. Mm. And it was like, well, why? It sounds like. He was doing his thing on that, you know what I mean? Or Soldier Boy had to really fight to prove. Um, mm. I remember that interview. Soldier Boy was—he was talking about all the cats that he put on, and that, that I started learning a lot about him on that interview. Mm-hmm. He put on some of your favorite rappers, favorite rappers. He put on Amigos. Did he? Yeah, he said he put on. He said Amigos used to come to his house like every weekend all the time, and he was. They're not he, one, of my, one of my favorite rappers, by the way, but right, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. favorite rappers. Mm-hmm. DJ Big Easy's favorite one of his top I saw that but he put he put these cats on basically and you know gave them a platform to wear I guess I'm not saying he's so he might not be solely responsible mm-hmm. for the success but it sounds like he was pivotal mm. well my thing is when but, it go well, ahead sorry so, but they weren't giving him props props for that per se okay. it was like it was almost like they were trying to find a way to say he yeah, bullshit right mm-hmm. to even the point where he finally like I think the point where I don't want to say convinced, but he finally convinced Charlemagne, had Charlemagne, oh shit. He was York. like, when he said, and it might have been far fetched, but he said, yo, but, but he's like, Drake? He said, Drake took his shit. And Charlemagne, what the fuck you mean? And Charlemagne, and then Soldier Boy's like, listen to my song, you know, it's not good. And then he's like, listen to Drake. And he's like, tell me what's really going on. Drizzy back again, I'm ready. What happened? He said, now was that cadence. Charlemagne was like, oh shit. Charlamagne said, oh shit, let's kiss me through the phone. Oh fuck. Drake was like, I mean, Soulja Boy was like, exactly. He was like, like he got that from me. Like, and I was like, damn, I didn't realize how much Soulja, and, and I'm just, this is one isolated incident. I'm talking about, I didn't realize how much Soulja Boy actually did for these cats in the game, because he named some others. But it was like, or a lot of, well, one of your biggest takeaways, one of many people's biggest takeaways was, nah, he tried to, Cheat Nintendo out of their video game shit and da 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 da, which according to him, like I said, I didn't fact check it per se, but mm-hmm. according to him, it wasn't true. We moved these units, blah 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 blah. But that's just an example. But I feel like that's partly Soldier Boy's fault, and the reason why I say that is because your image is everything. So he allowed his image to become jokester. So yeah, now you got to go above and beyond to get people to believe you because of what you allowed your image to become to become part of. So now how did he allow that? I think he allowed it from certain things like being on um the 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 shows, not even the Love and Hip Hop joint when he was on that, and then when they even on went on marriage boot camp or whatever with him and Nia, mm-hmm. and some of the things. Now that's him. That was him being him. That was him letting people into his life. Yeah. 
and understanding that that's how he is. But at the same time, you got to understand what comes with that. So now you show people how you really are. So now, yeah, now you have an extra hill that you have to climb to get people to believe you. Mm -hmm. So I understand why Charlemagne might have been like, come on now, really? You, you want me to believe this? You want me to believe this? And it could have been true, which is why after he made the point with Drake, Charlemagne was like, oh, you know what? Maybe you are right. But you had to prove that because of what you allowed your image to be. That's the same thing people have already heard and know how um, Floyd Mayweather couldn't read or anything else like that. So now he go on uh, the Breakfast Club and say and say he he's now tutoring third graders in reading. Floyd said that. No, I'm just saying if he did, if he did, people are gonna be like bullshit, and he could really could be, and he could say, oh, you know, I realized that I, you know I had an issue with this, and so I took it upon myself to learn to the point where I'm now able to take these tools that people help me get better at reading at, so now I can help other little kids, which all could be true. He never said this. This is what I'm making up. But I'm saying, if he was to start promoting that, people aren't going to believe that right away. It's something that people are going to be like, nah, you got to prove this, you got to prove this, you got to prove this. So I wouldn't necessarily say that it's black shaming or anything like that, but you got to remember your image and different things that you came with. Mm -hmm. The same way when T.I. first got out of jail, when he got them gun charges and he went to jail and everybody was like, why? Mm -hmm. You're T.I., you got these money, this money. When he first came out, T.I. had to take a step back. He had to dis disconnect himself from illegal activities so that people would believe that this man is really reformed and knows how to do things without being illegal with it to now allow him to be who he is right now. Mm -hmm. Same way with 50 Cent. 50 Cent started off talking about all his gang life, his shot life and everything else. But when you say 50 Cent, you don't first think about that first album and he got shot nine times. Mm -hmm. That's what you thought when you first came out. You think about power. You think about vitamin water. You think about the other people that he put on, even Eminem. You think about the businessman. But it took a lot. When he first came out and was talking about he got shot nine times and then he came out talking about, yeah, um, I got this vitamin water. It helps. People don't believe that. So it's not, I don't think that is, is, is negating black folks or anything like that. But you got to also remember the image that you put out there. And you got to remember, if your image is on Shade Room, then you should automatically know that that's not going to be something positive. So you then can't get mad at the people for doing what it is that they were founded on, built upon, or started to get their money with. So they kept rolling with it because that's where the money came. You can't now can't get mad at them and say, oh, no, you shouldn't be doing that. Nah, this is what I've been doing. Well, I will say, it doesn't really necessarily say he was mad per se. He might have just been calling it out for what it is. Who, Lakeith? But for what though? Um, I don't know. He seemed. It seemed like he got, was kind of angry from what I, the way I was hearing it. But I, I like, like uh, Charlemagne's rebuttal where he was like, "Well, you don't even talk to black people on the red carpet." Okay. And I was like, I didn't hear that? Rebuttal. "Oh, no, Charlemagne gave a uh, five, 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 day for it, huh? Did he give him the day for it? Yes, he okay. did." And he gave a very detailed explanation, like saying, "Like you know, you don't even talk to black people who try to talk to you on the red, on the red carpet." And stuff and like to say it like Charmaine talking about all the stuff the Breakfast Club did that would uplift the black community. Talk about you know, first of all, I made a book called Black Privilege, and like talked about all these items. Even that black said, man don't cheat soon. And he was like, you know, see, like he's like for cheat. you to you know to call us out like you know that is wrong. I'm going on topic here. Go ahead. Opposed to wine bottles, mm -hmm. I'm thinking the champagne corks are not supposed to go back in. 
I guess you're supposed to finish your champagne. Yeah, once you open it. I see you still messing with it, and I'm looking at you. There's no way in the world this is going to fit. Like, you have to, you need a machine to squeeze that cork back in to go back in that bottle. But I appreciate your diligence for still trying. That's a never give up attitude. That's a never just say that. You should cut off, like, part of it and then try to put it in. But then it's not going to fit right. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But no, I mean, that's what I said. I just feel like, but I don't understand. I've always said that. I don't understand. If you already know what someone's truth is, what are you calling it out for? What is your purpose? I mean, they're not hiding it. Right. So, you know, if 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 I'm not hiding it in any way whatsoever, and you bring it up, you you what are you what are you saying? I can dig it. So let's let's move on a little bit from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I should probably shouldn't have laughed. Um, I know. I definitely. Damn, Ronnie. It was trying to break up Charlotte, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I already know Lonnie saw this one. Maybe try to on social media as well. So the headline reads, according to local12.com out in California, bucket of hot diarrhea poured over. I just saw that. I just saw that on your thing. That's crazy. So there was a homeless man. I guess he was suffering from mental uh, instability, if you will. Um, He dumped a bucket of hot diarrhea on a a woman named Heidi Van Tassel's head after she left the restaurant near the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It said the man ran across the street, pulls her, she was in her car. He pulled her out of her car and into the middle of the street where he then poured a bucket of hot diarrhea on her head. Her quote was, it was diarrhea, hot liquid, I was soaked, and it was coming off my eyelashes and into my eyes. (laughs) I know I shouldn't be laughing. And it said she must undergo tests for infectious diseases for the next three months. Rough. Uncle Lonnie, you the petty guard. Yeah. Where do you stand on this? I mean, that's some crazy shit. <laughs> it's some crazy shit. All pun intended. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. First of all, talk about shit. Like I, I, not I will be ready to fight. You will be you bailing me out. You be, I will be bailing me out. You would like that. That headline would have read different. Yes, it would have been like Esquire bailed out. After so, mother, yeah. The people upstairs for me, I guess they're moving furniture. I feel like they've been doing this for the last couple of weeks. Or they're having wild circus sex. Yeah, something. Because they, this random wild noise is going on my ceiling from their floor. Mm-hmm. So back to the shithead lady. Yes. Uh, so, um, so, so it seemingly was an unwarranted, unprovoked, random attack. I don't know how you recover from that socially. They said um, she suffered from PST, PTSD from it. She should have. I mean, how the hell would you feel? You out there on Market Street, and they can throw shit on you. Now, now, what would be considered uh, PTSD from that situation? Like you know, being scared to go outside. uh, You have trouble interacting with other people. Like I'm not talking to you now. Would you be scared to go outside? Some people. I can't speak. I can't speak about me personally. Could you see yourself suffering from based on what you're describing as PTSD uh from this incident? Could you see yourself suffering from this quote-unquote PTSD if that happened to you? Not if it was like that exact situation. If it was like, if it happened coming out of your building mm-hmm. at 9 o'clock at night, at 9 o'clock at night, if I was walking out to the building, I might feel a certain kind of way that mm-hmm. somebody might grow hot shit on me. Again. So, Trevor, <laughs> somebody pulled a bucket of hot shit on your head. And according to the paramedics... How they said it was hot. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Why was it hot? Why was it hot? It's California. So he pooped and let it sit out? Could he put some, well, pe- some hot sauce in well, that shit? Well, this is the line. I was Swag. It's funny you should ask. Okay. According to the paramedics, 
it appeared as if the man had been saving the feces for months. That shit was rancid. It was it was fermented. I don't understand. Oh, Bobby! It was it was Charlemagne. I get it. We're all we're past that now. We're past Charlemagne. It, it was still <laughs> up on the phone. I've opened it. I'm sorry. So, I don't I don't understand how the woman got. I don't understand how the man got the woman out the car. That's what I'm like. Did he punch through her window? I, I'm so confused. My thing down. is, which is fine. How did he get her through the? Car? How did she get out of the car? How did she end up out of the car? She might not have to. I understand that. I understand that. I'm not saying that. I understand that. It's real. But I'm still in a car. I'm still in a car. A car that can go into drive. I'm still in a car. A car that can go into drive. At some point, I'm not trying to hear that. I have a car. Right. So I don't. I don't. My foot would have hit the gas. Number one. If this man. No. I'm not even. Not even about any of that. That would. The views and the things expressed by the individuals on Sunday Dinner Podcast and those of Sunday Dinner the set individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of the Sunday Dinner Podcast, Nitty in the City, Anchor.fm, or any of its affiliates. Thank you. And let me say, retarded is a clinical word. Thank you. So what? But we always spread the word to end the word. But who's, it's not, who's that? Spread the word to end the word. That's but it's not real, a negative that's word. That's a real it's movement. Like, that's a real movement in school. Well, let me ask this. We jumping over a little bit because you have Because, granted, I know retarded is a mental retardation. I did too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we were taught, I guess, socially speaking or political in political correctness, retarded was not the word you should use. Because right. we were Negroes. Mentally challenged, special, whatever. Whatever. Right. Right. So, but <laughs> it feels like you're saying retarded has become kind of accepted again. It should be. It's retarded, not. Retarded it's, is accepted. It's not accepted. Who says? I'm telling you, they teach it in schools. There's a national day in schools from kindergarten through 12th grade. It's called Spread the Word to End the Word, where they have t-shirts where they say, do not use the R word. What would they want to be called? Special education. They got a bunch of terms. The best you know, special terms other than you retarded. Know. That's not a word that, they, that I'm assuming that people who fall in that category want to go by. Mm-hmm. So it's spread the word to end the word. I believe so. Is it more of a learning or thing? probably a learning disability or developmental? Yeah. 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 I know, like you said, clinically, I know they will say it. It's, it is right. A patient has MR. It's right. Like yes, they will. But, and again, it, it is a clinical word. Clinical word but, but in the streets. But in a regular. So, and you're using a clinical word just because it's in the streets, does that mean it's, it's bad? I mean, it, it means it's different. We it is different. Why there's bad? words. <laughs> listen, listen, Lonnie. We're not going to sit here and act like that there's words that are used. But, but let me say this, Lonnie. I'm not saying you're wrong in that it's a clinically accepted and word. And you shouldn't. I'm not, and, and I won't because you're right. It is that, a clinically accepted word, right? Clinically, but, but we're not. Should we sit here and act like social acceptance versus clinical acceptance are two different things? Right. Well, social people need to, to catch up to the sciences. <laughs> that's not. Then if that's the that's case, some Trump that's thing. like that's, that's like Trump, telling that's like telling Nitty that thinking. he needs to accept the term cisgendered, cis, cisgendered because it's that's a clinical word now. Well, that's a biological thing. Again, but that doesn't mean that socially I, I have to accept that. I won't accept being called cisgender. I'm just... I'm, I'm not going to accept the title just because... But you're not offended. Like, really? You buy it? You're, uh, gonna, you're not going to leave a picket. No Roger, no River, no rent over I'm not going to leave no Roger, no rent, but I don't like being called a cis man. You don't like it, but it's not like... You're not going to write to Congress about it either. No, but you will say, don't call me don't that. Call me a cis man. That's different. 
Again, so right now I'm telling so you that apparently, apparently there are people who have written to Congress about it they for there to be, to be a national day. Maybe they are. You never know. If, if I have absolutely people, no idea. Saying, we don't want to be called that. Listen to what I'm saying, sir. Mm-hmm. It is a clinical word, but apparently it is are they not. Offended by apparently it? it is not socially accepted. Or is it retarded people who are offended by it? I have no idea. It must have been in order for the movement to even happen. I don't. Just like there's gay people who are offended by being called gay, faggot, or any other thing. They don't want to be called, they don't, some of them don't even want to be called homosexual. And that is a clinical term. Is it? Homosexual? homosexual? Yes. That's the, well, the faggot and stuff. Like that. That's, that's why I didn't say it. I said homosexual. I well, that's not a clinical term, though, no, right? So. But I but said you know, homosexual right. is a clinical term, or, and there are people who don't want to be called it. Right. So, again, all I'm saying is that there has to be some people, whether they're in the state of mental retardation or mm-hmm. just allies of those people, it had to be enough noise, it had to be some type of Congress involved or something, that they have a day that's celebrated nationally from kindergarten to 12th grade that spread the word to end the word and don't use that word. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So now let's jump back on this topic for a second, right? All right. So, you know, then this, what this did was then open up the door to speak on, mentally ill people, the mentally ill population now, I guess it's something that, well, I mean, we've already heard this before, that's been long gone under-treated, for lack of a mm-hmm. better term, and needs more focus, right? I Especially agree. As, as it pertains to, like, the homeless population in the world, because he was a homeless man, population and, and the you know, um, veterans mm. population and, For yeah. PTSD. Right. Yeah, so, like, yes. <laughs> let me ask you this from this standpoint. So, like, okay, like Lonnie said, he'd be ready to go to jail now because it's fighting time. Um, I'm still trying to understand I, how you got me out my right, car. Because so you didn't pour the poop in my car. So, I was so, in the street. Right, so let's let's move that aside for a second. Let's say you were walking down the street, right? Let's take the car and think. Let's say pour hot <laughs> shit on your head, what, the, what happens next for you? Are you in fight mode too? Are the person, is there, are they near me or am I like walking no, down the street? No, they pulled that shit on your head. They're never right there. <laughs> They're as close as I am to you right now. Oh, yeah, I'm fighting They mode. waiting for you. Okay. So now, and I understand that this person so my question. is my probably question. stronger than yeah, me. So no, forget the strength. I mean, they're not sure. Forget the strength aspect, right? Is there, <laughs> since we're talking about mentally ill people, let's assume we figured this must have made a mentally ill person. Like, somehow you were able to rationalize that. <laughs> After having you, to... you say to yourself, well, they're mentally ill, so I'm not going to fuck them up anymore. Hell no. <laughs> I don't realize that until after the fact. That's not a realization that comes to me in that moment. And and that's just me being honest. Okay. That's, I, I don't understand that. So not until you woke up in your cell did you realize. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. I just beat up a mentally a mental ill person with Oh, you know, illness. you saw hot shit flying and get... You knew do. I didn't even that see was, it because there there was no way in the world that I that I seen it and stood there and was like, yup, I'm gonna just take this just without no movement. Right. So like I said, that's so I didn't see. That's what I'm saying. I didn't see it. Life, you know, life, you sound like um, that. Life you sound like um, ass. <laughs> what show was that? Or, um, who was it? Dave Chappelle when he talked about the home? No, Kevin yeah. Hart with the homeless person flipping your lip. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't see it coming. <laughs> Yeah, like on, on that stuff. 
what? I think what? I would rather them flip my lip than throw some. Um, what, show was <laughs> what show was it? Life Couples that you fans? That, that was a commercial. It was it? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a commercial. Yeah, it might have been an insurance commercial. Mm. Comes at you fast. Yeah, yeah we need some insurance shit. Insurance. Insurance. So, is, so how do how do we address, <laughs> so how do we address this mental illness situation that you say is undertreated, which I believe is undertreated? Well. Um, resources, addressing the stigma behind it, mm-hmm. getting people into help, you know, especially like in the minority community, there's a, a big stigma behind mental health, and for some reason, we don't get treatment. Trail is really not giving up on recorking this line. Yeah. The champagne bottle. Like, you know, like black people, we don't believe in, you know, mental health issues. Just like, you know, we're strong, you know, you can pray to God, he'll take it away. Yeah. You don't need a no, so, no counselor, no I, medicine. It's, 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 you know, it's, because, yeah, it's, it's not accepted. Really it's well. because it's brought up in our family. It's mm-hmm. historic. It's like historically brought down from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. It's like that, if, that's if, how it you're is. weak if you have those right. issues. We're and thought of. Yeah, I appreciate again plug, but I appreciate my sorority, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Um, at least in this area of Delaware, the you know our chapter has taken that on has realized that and we do every year mm-hmm. um a national i mean not a national we do every year uh, a citywide summit or conference that's dedicated strictly towards mental health and mental awesome. illness and part of the reason why is because we say it is underdiagnosed in our community it's underdiagnosed in our students um even in schools where there are a lot of students who excuse me, technically deserve services that are provided to them from suffering with these different things, and, and but they they're not it. being diagnosed. And it comes from either, you know, doctors refusing to do it, parents refusing to get their kids tested because it is a taboo mm-hmm. thing in our community. And I do appreciate now the plug and the push that people are putting towards this because it is a real thing. Well, the thing is, like, black, a lot of black people are probably scared because a lot of, uh, I can say, black males have been like overdiagnosed for certain disorders and things. And so we're afraid of that. Like black, a lot of males who like, they may have had some behavioral issues, they like to put them in mental health classes or special ed classes because they, you know, they may have acted out for one reason. We, they, and they like, they would, for some reason, they would be labeled special ed or, you know, having a mental illness. And they, mm-hmm. they, they, didn't, they, they, they didn't have breakfast that, that, that month. Or whatever. It's, right. it's well, if you they did not, fast out because issues. you didn't have breakfast, then there's some repeated other things that are happening that's causing you to act that way. And again, but doesn't I'm mean you have a mental in, illness. No, but that's, I'm still an advocate for those services that are provided to you. Like it's not a bad thing if you don't take these services. You know what these services provide for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if your child really does have an issue. And you're like, no, my child's not going to have no label. I'm not putting no label on my child. Well, your child is still going to act out. Mm -hmm. And you know what your child is now? Not protected. So you know what that means? Every single time your child acts out, your child is going to get a paper trail. Your child is going to get suspended. And there's no cap on the suspensions or expulsions that can happen to your child. Now, if your child really does have some issues and you go ahead and get that child tested and they get those special services added to them, mm-hmm. there's now a cap in a certain way that they have to treat your child. So if your child goes into school and wilds out, they can't just easily suspend this kid because now there's a reason why this kid acts like that. You have to deal with the reason, not just the behavior. Mm-hmm. And you are shorting your child with that. Again, there's some people who overuse the system 
and and I understand that wholeheartedly, but there are some benefits to it and just understanding what label they're putting on your child, making sure that the label is applicable and making it so that it's not permanent unless it has to be. Because all of these services do not have to be permanent. You have now caught the wind. So I want to say two things, and that's one of the two things. All right, first thing I want to say is, first of all, which if you're not watching the video feed, Nutrella has been still diligently trying to get that cork in that wine bottle. I was saying champagne earlier, but Moscato toast wine. Mm -hmm. But it's like a champagne cork. Most mm -hmm. wine corks are not that hefty. Now, speaking of, she said you caught the wave. Now Lonnie is trying to see if he can get it in there, and he's going hard in the paint. <laughs> It's, it's almost there. That's it's the same. Good. No, that's the same way I felt it's because you can squeeze it on good. one yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> but we keep it the is. Other thing is, given all of this, right, and everything you said, uh, Trail, is seeking therapy or what? Why are you holding? The I was like, what do you things? want me to do with that? There's nothing in it. Right I'm so confused. It's a little bit in the so, bottom. Speaking of therapy or you know whatever term you want to use, Trail, is that something that you profess or promote to your your eldest daughter about you know possibly see, I mean I don't know if you feel like she needs it or what but just saying look if you ever going through some things as a resource maybe you seek professional counseling or yada yada I do I do wholeheartedly I've actually and you know I'm I don't mind going on record saying that I've spoken mm. to a counselor on several different occasions and if I feel like I need it I go mm. go to it um a there's a lot of different things again. I say this all the time, even with growing up um, with students and stuff. I'm like, shoot, a lot of stuff that the kids had nowadays, I didn't have that growing up. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I don't understand why they need it. Mm -hmm. And then there are times where I'm like, okay, this is an advancement in society. Yes, I can understand where having that outlet to speak some things out. I do understand now that there is a such thing as situational depression that causes you to act certain ways depending on, you know, just certain things that happen to you and noticing, you know, the changes and, and stuff like that. And, you know, growing up, there was no such thing as situational depression. It was like, life happens, get over it. Right. Mm. And um, now that there are advances in society, I wholeheartedly believe that sometimes you just need to talk some stuff out. Now, what I don't get with, and, what I, and I've even said this to my um, counselors that I've spoken with, I don't necessarily agree with or get with, after one or two sessions, now you want to give me medication. Mm -hmm. um, like sometimes I feel like just allow me an opportunity to vent to get some stuff out and I might be okay. Mm -hmm. And I, now I do think that in society and in that world, they're too quick to push medication on you because mm -hmm. it's like a quick fix um, versus giving you the tools and the things that you need to work through it naturally. Okay. Cool. I can read it. Alana, where do you stand on seeking therapy? I believe that, I believe honestly that everybody should have a therapist. Like, I want everyone to go to a mental health professional and be able to talk to somebody who is non-judgmental that they can tell everything to who will be able to help them grow and progress. This like, is hilarious when they see y'all going out the court, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think... She's trying to put... <laughs> she unscrewed the, the, the sangria bottle to see if the court will fit in there. Wow. But no, I, I think that it's, it's an important subject and that there's a, a stigma that we shouldn't have in the black community and that there's nothing wrong or weak about seeking help and that we, we should promote people to be able to go ahead and talk about, you know, their their feelings, you know, and, and what barriers they have in life and what, what you need to go forward. 
And so I, I think I, I believe. So honestly, I will. I will. I want every, like this is an extreme. I would like everybody to have a therapist to be able to talk to. You know, although I would, I would like to. I've never seen a therapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was trying to see if that's covered under my insurance. Probably it should be. Uh, at least uh, there's sessions. some called EAP. Yeah, I saw some, but they weren't fully covered. I would still have to. Cover mm-hmm. You should get like at least five free and, under, right. under, under, that, under the employee yes, assistance program. You should get a few. Well, explain to me the employee assistance. You have to call. You have to ask your Good HR insurance. about it. They don't normally tell you right away, but almost every company has something called EAP, which is the Insurance Employee Assistance Program, where they offer you anywhere between three to six sessions at for free for right. you to talk to someone. If you more need than to. that, they now if you need more than that, you might have. A they co-pay. might. They might want to be like. They might want to admit you after that or yeah. copay. Technically, my, my full time job doesn't have an HR. Okay. Oh, then you need to ask them because they, all of them should have an EAP. Yeah, but like it's it's awesome, and I, and I will you know I'll be transparent. You know I have seen a therapist and, stuff, and it was it was awesome. Now, do y'all have like a? Um, Go ahead, drink that watermelon. Is the word, or, or you just prefer, let's say, black therapist versus a white therapist or any other race therapist? Like, what therapist have you seen? Have they Who, been? Me? Oh, I, I've been. I've been I feel through. like I, I feel like I want a black therapist. No, I thought that initially, because I thought that I would want somebody that I that that you know could identify with me, that wouldn't feel like judge and stuff. So like I saw a black man and stuff, and I actually I kind of felt like the black man <laughs> might have been, you know, the kind of like the judger. So like I felt like the 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 honestly I think like the best one was an old white man Truth for me as a black person. Like he was awesome. I can say this. Um, I've seen all. I've seen white men, white women, black men. And, no, I never saw a black man. I'm sorry. White men, white women, and black women. And um, I, my experience is that the Caucasian therapist wanted to medicate me mm-hmm. immediately, and I was like, hmm. I'm not here yeah, for this. So I'm that out. was my kind of experience too. Yeah, they wanted to medicate me like almost immediately, and I wasn't here for that. Um, I stayed with the black women, a, um, and I had to tell them. I had to tell them what I was looking for. I was like, you know, I'm not looking for my homegirl <laughs> to be like, um, oh, I understand, girl. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. That's not what I'm looking for. Otherwise, I would go talk to my homegirl. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here because. I want to be better. And after having that conversation, you get, you know, just set the standard when you first walk in there. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, I've I have gotten some of my best um, okay. help. You know what? That's a lie. Now, I did, and this is just me being, again, open and honest. I mm-hmm. did see a white woman um, sex therapist. Mm-hmm. And she oh, was actually pretty good. She was actually very good helpful. Thing. Very helpful. Good. So yeah, I did. I did see a sex therapist. Now, why did you see a? Uh, if I'm not being too invasive, let me know mm-hmm. if I am. What? Why did you feel you need to see a sex therapist? No, I don't mind sharing. Before you answer, go ahead. Tread lightly because we just tread lightly. Why are you saying tread lightly? We got certain listeners. I don't want to oh. offend anybody. No, it's not offensive in any way okay. whatsoever. <laughs> no. No, this is actually true. So some people may not know this. No. No, no, it's not even gonna be like that. Unfortunately. <laughs> I'm in the grocery store. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> no, unfortunately this is a serious situation. So um I am a victim of rape. And what? Mm-hmm. 
I never knew that. Yes, I am a victim of rape. I know, like I feel bad. Like I want to put my hat on first. I told you that this it was serious. No, I'm not about to be. But you give us enough warning. That's not enough. That's not enough warning. It's not a laughing matter. Right. You can't say something like that. Yeah. We needed some like warming up, Damn. a few some whiskey. I'm all upset. Yeah, uh, I, I am a victim of rape, and in my experience, from what I've met from other victims of rape, there's normally two responses to that. Mm-hmm. Um, one response is you shut down and one act out. You no, you close up and well, you just become one. real solemn. The other one is you become more promiscuous. Right. I was of the vein of becoming more promiscuous, mm-hmm. and my mindset was. Um, especially if I was like alone on a date or something with a guy, my mindset was, I'm going to give it to you before you take it from me because nobody will ever take anything from me again. Um, Wow. Right. So going through that and then moving into the realm of marriage, Mm -hmm. um, it was like an off balance because my mindset and my vision of sex wasn't one of, oh, this is an experience, this is an interaction, this is a share between a husband and a wife it was more so like this is a chore this is a job let me just do this because this is what i'm supposed to do but i don't necessarily right mm-hmm. I don't, like i don't necessarily enjoy it and i didn't want to be that way so oh, wow. I, you know speaking to the sex therapist about that and it did get interesting because there was a lot of things that she told me to try that i would not have ever tried well, that's good and it, and it turned into like some really good stuff so good but yeah no that's that's why i saw the sex therapist I'm glad I didn't drink enough to like shed a tear, y'all. I know, like, <laughs> and, and and I have had some some very good therapists. Like, I I just stopped my last one because I felt like she was too, she was invested more in me than I was in me. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, okay. like she like you know she would like, like if I missed an appointment, like she's calling like yo why you didn't yeah, show she's up going too hard? Like, no, like she's <laughs> texting me like I need you here. Like come on, like. What's going on? And like she would be into me like hard. Like, like she's crying. You're like, I'm well, like you you're the therapist. Cry. You can't be you're crying. the therapist. I'm you not know, here for like, you. Right. You know, like, I, I don't need you to be my. I felt like she was kind of enabling. I'm like, no. Like you know, she's like, you know, no. You know, you're right. You know, keep going. Like, and I'm like, no. You're. I, I need you to be a little stronger. I'm like, man up. And come on. You know, man I need up, to get man. me through this. And so I, 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 I kind of, yeah. <laughs> So I was like, I kind of like felt like she was she was more interested in me than I was. If that makes any damn sense at all. Oh, well, I feel like maybe that might be, and I could be wrong. Maybe that is that considered possibly a female trait. So maybe you know because they say you know women are natural nurturers and things of that nature. So and I do also know from um, one of my mentor my mentees in college. Mm-hmm. She's actually um, a psychiatrist now. Okay. Excuse me. And she said that one of the things that she noticed and realized is. That she also has to have her own psychologist or someone that she talks to. Because after yeah, after you hearing everybody else hearing people all day, uh, yeah, like you need somebody to unload that stuff on. Somebody, and you need somebody to unload that stuff on. So um, I don't know if as a woman do I Mm -hmm. take on that even more. And like mm-hmm. internalize and digest all these other people's mm-hmm. issues, and then multiply it onto myself. No, well, that's not healthy. Lime water that I, uh, Thank you. Came up with. What is it? Lemon lime water. You know, Ooh, like man, it is good. Damn. It is refreshing. That was great. But, but like, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. And like you know, I think that 
But like, also like, like the, the, another issue was I was I wasn't ready to meet her at, at like where she was. Like you know she was trying to get me to the stuff. Like she was she said like basically that I was too advanced for for her. You know she was like you know basically that I moved to acceptance without actually addressing the issue. She's like you know yeah you know you forgiving people and stuff, but how did it make you feel? And I'm like who cares? I've forgiven them. I've moved on. She's like no. You have to feel it. I'm like, I'm good. You know, she'd be like, you know, go back to 11 years old. You're home. You know, who's there with you? I'm like, wait. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not. No, like this is too much. And I, and I'm, I wasn't there. I'm like, no, woman. I guess, I mean, I guess <laughs> what they're saying is, what you are portraying. This is awesome. Yeah, it is. What you are portraying is the fruit of an issue. Without dealing with the root, that's, that's so you're yeah, going the fruit around the root. You heard that? Yeah, that's what so you're dealing with the fruit without the root. Well, right, you know, you're very scholarly. Right, so I'm saying so you like, walking yeah, around yeah. picking all these yeah. apples off the tree, but you're not dealing with the root of the apple tree. So maybe that's why and she's I'm like, trying why? to take you Who back. Cares? Because you got to get the tree out. You just can't yeah. keep picking the fruit off. You know where you're why? Going. You know where you're going. I think because I forget. I'm the assuming tree. that your point is to not have the tree there. I've forgiven the tree. I've I mean, gotten the fruit. You're a lawyer. You're a, what is it? The, the, the fruits of the poisonous tree? That's a whole different thing. You don't want to get into it. Is it a whole different thing, though? You know, that's basically the, like if, if I got it in a dirty way, you can't use yeah, it. Yeah, but it's you're stuff. adjusting the fruit without adjusting the root. So if you're trying to figure out why the fruit is spoiled, maybe it's because of the root. That's the fruit of the poisonous tree. Why the hell do you know that, first of all? Let's get <laughs> First of all, why the hell do you know about the fruit of the poisonous tree? I used to love law shows. They, they talk about that in law shows? On the practice, on, on law See, law I never law. watched any of that stuff. Like, the But that, like, that's not some normal this, stuff. You didn't watch that stuff because that was real life for you. Did you, you watch L.A. Law? <laughs> Damn. No, yes, it was. I was too young to really enjoy L.A. Law. LA I mean, the characters like Jimmy Smith and Susan Day and them. But, but yeah, that yeah, fruit of poisonous tree, that is some real shit. You know, that was... Yes. That was the life you were living, mm-hmm. meaning you were well, a political science major. You are, knew you wanted to be a lawyer. So mm-hmm. you me, I didn't have those aspirations. Okay, but I really liked the practice. I really mm-hmm. liked law and order, law and order SVU, yada yada yada. CSI. So, but and then you, I like SUV. <laughs> <laughs> that was my shit. SVU, SVU, like I said. It's not SUV. SUV is a car. I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out. So. Yeah, and then, you know, it's crazy. Like, you know, I tell people this thing. I was like, you, we're going on topic. We're on topic. It's amazing how much we actually picked up, like, learned from TV. Mm-hmm. You know, it's called TV, the idiot box. But no, like, you can learn. I mean, of course, with kids, you had, even like your kids show, Sesame Street, yada, 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 yada. But whatever shows you were watching, you probably just picked up stuff you didn't realize until you were older. Like, I can't remember any examples right now, per se, but I remember Mad Times being like, Oh, I learned about this phenomenon because I learned it on this this kids show. I learned about middle child syndrome from um, what is it? Full House. Oh, see. But they said Stephanie had middle child syndrome, and that's when I had decided that I did not want to have three kids, mm-hmm. even though I have three kids now. <laughs> but I had decided back then that mm-hmm. I never wanted to have three kids. Yeah. So you know, it's, it's it's about what you take away from things, you know. And so yeah, like Talani's. 
question about how the hell did I know about the fruits of the book. Literally, that's literally from law show. <laughs> right, I've never heard it outside of a law show. You shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but then I realized what they were saying. Like, yeah, you got to throw this out, Your Honor, because it's the fruits of the poisonous tree. Right. You, know, it's you shouldn't have it. gotten it. In the yeah. first, like, you know, so it's basically if that part was tainted, yeah. but anything that comes from that tainted. Right. And that's how they that Which is exactly so what I'm saying. You're yeah. not dealing you know with the, the fruit. fruit without knowing the root. The fruit not going to grow without whatever the root is giving it. The fruit was already there. It's there. Now, now. But it the came, the, the root it came from something. The root came the root first. Had, the root had to be there for the tree to grow and then the fruit to come off the root. Damn you, Anna. <laughs> it's just like if you have a child, let's say if you carry a disease, a communicable disease, and it passes to that child, that child got it because you were the root. That's right, the you were the root of it, mm-hmm. and the yeah. child is the fruit. Like if a child was born with um, HIV, they weren't just born, they got it from the mother who was carrying it. Right. Mm-hmm. The root of the fruit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's funky. Um, that's yeah. something about the day. So, Yo, wow. I recommend, y'all recommend therapy. I do. I, 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 do. Very, I very wholeheartedly mm-hmm. recommend it. I do. And I think your EAP starts over every year. So even if you just take your three to six sessions Get on it every now. year, yeah. I suggest you take it. Mm-hmm. Once you go, like, even, and it's funny because you could walk in there not knowing any idea why you're there. Mm-hmm. And you'll end up. You know, You'll realizing like, dang, well, I really did have something well, to talk about. Let me, let me ask you something to that point. Because mm-hmm. I was talking to one of my good friends. She's super advocate of people going to therapy, especially black people. For I the, need to talk to her. For the reasons, you know her. Okay. For the reasons that you mentioned, right? Or we don't do it enough, the stigma, blah, 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 blah. But we need it a lot because we live trauma. Mm-hmm. We're born into trauma. Mm-hmm. It's ingrained in us, so we don't even realize we're going through trauma. Matter of fact, you may, I'm not sure if y'all saw it, but in a in a chat group that we're all in, it was some dating stuff going on with one of our friends, and she was jumping and kind of a lot of things. So people were kind of quote unquote talking on the ledger saying, you know, do that, um, do that. I didn't but see that. I heard about it. Though. One of our other friends came and was like, Nah, fuck that. Cut the shit. Da 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 da. They were like, and I told her, I said, don't listen to anything she just said. Of course, we know who the person is that would say something. <laughs> and I kept telling her, don't listen to anything she's saying. She's talking crazy, this and that. She said, nah, because the girl was like, I feel it in my gut, so I feel like I should go with it. So the other girl was like, nah, if it's in your gut, go with it, because you're probably right, da 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 right? She Olivia Pope? So, so one, of our, one of our friends in the group chat who actually is a licensed therapist, she said, first of all, she said, what you think might be a gut feeling might actually be trauma. Mm. She said, you might be a, you might be speaking from trauma, but you might be trusting trauma versus trauma right. in your gut. You oh, damn. Your life. You might see something that reminds you that, of something else. Which was deep. Wow. And I was like, oh, shit. So it's like, damn. I guess that contributes <laughs> to why I say you should see somebody else because you might think you got the answer, but you don't. Right, and and that person is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. It might be something you like. You said if you're used to dealing with something your whole life, to you that's a part of life. Mm-hmm. So of course you're gonna be like, oh, I see the signs. All these people do this, blah 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 blah. That's my gut. No, that's your life experience of something that happened to you, mm-hmm. and it's pink, it's rearing its head that you've mm-hmm. never gotten over it. Right now, yeah. again. I'm not saying don't be no fool. You don't walk right. into a situation. You don't keep walking into a fire yeah. with a gasoline dress on. Exactly. So not every time. So I mean, like if that's like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. 
But at the same time, you got to recognize when you're doing that and when you are putting a wall up for no reason. It kind of reminds me of an example where, you know, because I've always dealt with back pain for a long time, right? From sports and all mm-hmm. that. Maybe not even take care of myself the best that I could have at playing these, you know, contact sports. And when I did, you know, my, my, my girlfriend at the time, you know, I was like, nah, I mean, it don't hurt that much. Like, you know, there was there, but I did. She was like, because she told me, she said, no, you be in pain all the time. I said, no, nah, I don't. She said, no, you're in pain all the time. You, But pain is such a part of your life. You just think it's normal, so you don't think you're in pain. Mm. But no, you're in pain, and you should get it fixed. And I was like, oh, shit. I said, Maybe. And I think that's what that's. And you started thinking about it, and you realized you know, you were I right. I started seeing specialists, and you know, whatever, and or whether it's massages and that. And it was a proof. I was like, shit, I guess I was just, I just internalized, like, this is supposed to be a part of my life. So to mm-hmm. me, it wasn't pain anymore. It was just part of the game. Right. And, and, that's, and that's when I drew this analogy. I was like, you always hear people say, oh, from the outside looking in, right? And I tell, and then I started telling people, well, damn, the, the person from the outside looking in might be your best uh, friend. Because, like, let's say, if you, and I told him, I said, let's say if you're sitting in your house, out in your living room watching TV, that's what you focus on. And a burglar came and somebody was in there and they sneaking up from behind you. You don't know that person is there. Let's say that person's in trauma. Mm-hmm. The person on the outside looking in on them, we're like, yo, there's somebody coming up in your shit. Turn around. Like, mm-hmm. and I guess that's what the therapist is on the outside of the, yo, turn around. Mm-hmm. I'm about to die, motherfucker. Like, mm-hmm. see a therapist. Yeah. And then, like, it's, it's, it's good stuff. There was, I saw, like, a, a study I read where they were saying, like, trauma, like, can embed itself in your DNA. And like you yeah. can actually pass that on to well, other generations. Slavery. slavery. I was like, damn, like that's really deep. I mean, it's the same thing as a parent. There's certain things that you try to catch on to because you don't want to pass that stuff down to your kids. Mm-hmm. You don't want them like I don't want my my daughters to feel like all men are just going to take stuff from you because that was an experience that I had. Breaking and the from right, so from that. Yeah, you can pass trauma down. You can. You ever see like they show it on TV all the time? The overbearing, scary parent yeah. that think the it's, world is bad, is so they show? got their kid. Um, oh no, that was the no. Word. I'm just saying, just in general. So then they have their kid, you know, scared of life, and mm-hmm. oh, you got to do this, you got to do that because yeah. they pass that down. Mm-hmm. So matter of fact, that speaks to actually in the first half of our program when D'Angelo was here talking to his, 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 his dad parent. died in a heart attack and he had to. You know, realize he had to do something. Fitness, you know, mm-hmm. something caught him, caught him, and he wanted to make sure he kind of quote unquote broke that chain by not carrying on whatever it was that did what. So yeah, that's it's real. So headline reads according to Fox News, Fox <laughs> Five New York, Airbnb rental turns out to be public housing apartment. I'm gonna read that again. Somebody rented their public Airbnb housing Airbnb rental turns out to be a public housing apartment. And for those who don't know, public housing is another word for the projects. <laughs> Subsidized housing. Hold on, but I don't understand why you mad at there come up. That's what I'm saying, all you know, they All they said was, you, you want this, sleep here. You want this you hook up or not. Here. Don't, don't mess up the connect. Up. Don't try to downgrade I'm the plug. You want this room or not. I put it up there. Right. The inside of my house is nice. 
I ain't show you no pictures of the outside. It's ninety five dollars. It's ninety five dollars in New York. How much is a hotel in New York? It's on the outside of the fucking ninety five dollars. Hold up! Don't go outside. You said you wanted to sleep in this place. Maybe the courtyard with the forty Wu Tang members hanging outside. Look, Karen. Karen, do you want to sleep here for ninety five dollars a night or not? Exactly. Why you knocking that hustle? Ninety dollars a night. I know. See? I read the article. Okay. I read the article. Okay. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So why are you knocking their hustle? So a Boston resident <laughs> thought her $90 a night Airbnb apartment in Manhattan was a good deal. Fuck you, Karen. In <laughs> Manhattan. Fuck you, Karen. Until she realized she had booked an apartment in the New, New York City housing and this complex. They said the apartment was, well, actually, here's the thing. To your point. See, I ain't respecting points. Mm-hmm. The apartment was reportedly highly rated in... Oh, Aaron B.B. ratings were good. Chelsea. So, <laughs> motherfuckers was liking that shit. It they said, probably didn't even live there. It said she, <laughs> right. It <laughs> said she told the Times that it smelled like gas and there was a rope shot next to the bed. Well. They said on the plus side, the apartment in the housing authority's Fulton Houses was next door to the High Line and Chelsea Market. That's, that's a plus point. Whole fruits in here. I mean, whatever. You act like you ain't been in friendlies and sat up in the booth and looked to your left and seen the roach trap sitting in the windowsill. <laughs> in friendlies? Go to the friendlies on 896. Well, I ain't never been on the damn friendlies and seen a roach trap. Friendlies on 896. Waffle House, maybe. I've been there. But oh, never. Yeah, Waffle House, definitely. Waffle House, I've, I've been to the friendlies on 896. I've never seen that. I ain't never seen that. No, I thank have. you. I have. When I worked over there and I used to take the kids there, sure enough, did. No. You just, you just, I'm just lying tonight. Yes. Okay. I would expect that from certain places like the okay. Waffle House, okay. Denny's, maybe. Okay. Maybe even IHOP. But not friendlies. It was. It was in the friendlies on eight ninety six. Oh, I will also say, after giving it much thought, there were two workouts I was a part of that you conducted. <laughs> two. I, I said mean, I more than you one. Said several. No, I, Why he bring up old shit for? I, I did say more. I might have said several, but I'll I'll you go with more than several. one. Was it was more, more than two. one. There were two. I didn't think about it. I was like, well, I was like, well, she's hot right now, so I can't admit it because mm-hmm. she's not going to hear anything I had to say. But there were two that I... I know her stretches were awesome. Was like, and then there was another one. I was like, yo, you want to do this? And you was like, okay. Your two. stretches were good. What? Your stretches. Oh. Yeah, what? But don't don't act physical. Oh. My, my what? You said your expressions. I yeah, I was like, what? Wait, what are we talking about? Um, I, I'm not okay. counting the stretches. I wasn't counting the stretches either. But, yeah. So, I'm going to give you a compliment. Because I'm, I'm nice. Thank you. So said this lady, I <laughs> said thank you. She did. They said this lady saw the letters NYCHA in the lobby. But she didn't know what they stood for. So she did an internet search and was shot. They stood for the Malign Public Housing Agency. New York City Housing Authority means projects. Y'all can say what the fuck y'all is. It does. Who disputes that? No, I'm just saying. I don't understand what she put him on blast for. Like, What's the problem? I think it is. Who cares? It's advertised. Nobody made you well, stay there. Oh, well, then that's true. But that's, a, that's that is you're true. hating though. That is true. But like, you're hating. Subletting is illegal. That is illegal. Don't hate the. That is wholeheartedly Don't hate the come up. So if she was reporting it, saying, "Oh my gosh, this is illegal She's my hating. activity." Blah blah blah, but that's not what she reported it for. She reported it because she booked a spot that she didn't want to be to. How many times have you booked a hotel room and when you got there, you was like, yeah. No, I think she booked it because because it was because it was a because it was a. No, you just, a, a you, you, but I'm saying you would have had to, you would have been the well even the right to complain about. True, it. it's or like, it's or like do you fuck it up for that night and know to never go back? 
But she complained because it was a project, not because she didn't like it, though, right? Go ahead. Okay, who wants to be? I don't want to be in the projects. It was ninety five dollars. What the hell? You who cares? Do you know the risk that comes with the projects? <laughs> I don't want to be in the projects either. But Ooh, if I pick that spot, it's not then you I, can't get mad at what you. That's what I'm saying. You picked nah, it. Who cares? I do Did I dupe you? How did I dupe you? You made me land on Chilliger's Island. You fucking duped me. I didn't. Remember when I was like, how was that? I told you. There's your ocean. You got to You know, you fucking boxing a fucking huge rat monger. That ain't no. That ain't no puppy. I never lied. I gave you the address. That ain't no day lad. You saw the address. I understand that. If you're Boston, you don't know what the fucking address means. No, but you look that picture. It's right there. It has to be. Nobody says, I'm going to get this room without looking at the picture. Thank you, Trey. What I'm saying is, on Airbnb, don't they provide pictures? Yeah. Yes. So you only provide pictures of the apartment. You don't provide pictures of the courtyard. I understand that it's the same she as when you have. go when you go on these different hotel sites and they provide you pictures of their rooms. Thank you. And you get to the hotel room and it is not what you expected. I what had do you it. what do you do? You complain. Depending you on complain you and then you stay there for the night or you go somewhere else. You don't call Tigers and Hustle Knock. You don't, you, right. You don't call Fox News, y'all. Fox News, yeah. So, Who um, said she called No, Fox she, she left the hustle. She called the housing authority. She didn't call Who, Airbnb. She didn't say she called Fox News. No, Man. but she didn't contact this Airbnb. She contacted the housing authority. Right. That's the hate. That's my yeah, problem. She didn't contact Airbnb. She could have contacted the Airbnb. She had to contact well, the housing authority. Well, once she found out it was the housing authority. What? Well, that's hate. And that's she hate. She's well with her rights to contact the housing authority. She's hating. You call it what you want. Now, motherfucker, you put me in a project. I'm going to call you a project. No, you, you put know? yourself in the projects. They no, didn't put you, you there. You put me into staying in the project. You still put yourself you there. She it. didn't land on that Yo, project rock. <laughs> the project rock landed on her. I'm siding with the con owners here. No, I'm siding with the motherfucking come up by any means. I'm siding with the con artists come up on the con I'm not siding with the con artists. I'm not siding. Well, I am not siding with the con artists. I'm siding with the fact that you chose that. You right. had the picture. Based on limited information. I understand that, but like I said, I have chosen the wrong hotel before based off of pictures that I see. Everybody has. Right, and I'm not saying, but it's right, but at the same it time, like no, I'm saying that you got to eat that. You chose it. Right. You okay. chose it. Nobody said she didn't eat it, but she's also entitled to complain about it, right? I guess, but it's right. still, that's the same thing with Yelp. You still go on Yelp right. and be like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah. yeah, I got here and I really, and I realized, dang, I got to wear my do-rag all night so, so have, I don't get these spiders yeah, in my head. But you the next person. But you don't contact, contact Mr. Sheraton. So why? So yeah, she could have. People write you, the, people write the uh, businesses all the time. You contact the local one. Lonnie, you don't Lonnie, call them local. Lonnie, I'm going to call you the bullshit. Because you be the first one to complain to the fucking higher-ups about anything. Now all of a sudden, motherfuckers can't complain to the higher-ups. We just had a fuck. I was in your car with you today when you contacted the city of Wilmington. Because that's a bullshit. I am a letter writer. I am a letter writer. I am I on the phone speaking for with the city of Wilmington complaining about some shit. Matter of fact. It was some bullshit, right? Over the last. Was it not bullshit? Was the project not bullshit? Over the last month. This is my guy. Over the last month and over the last four weeks, he's called people as many times <laughs> complaining about shit. Matter of fact, he has a new catchphrase. If they don't right hear so. you'll see me soon. 
And he will and go should. up to the motherfucking office. As I should. And bring the hell. Every so, fucking time. So this man should literally be on her side. I'm not on her side only because she chose it. There I would have caught that the Airbnb. I'm there just were saying. So she, she, she chose it based off of information. Over the information that she. She never said it wasn't a project. It of, she chose it based off a partial. Did you ask? I, I, I said she, she chose. All right, matter of fact, matter I'm sorry because you're back. You a lawyer. Mm-hmm. One thing about lawyers, they believe in full discovery, right? Disclosure. And disclosure. Mm-hmm. I called discovery. No, discovery is a shared well, information well, between parties. Is what they got to provide you with yes. so you can make a proper case, have your fair right. chance to make a proper case, right? And you shouldn't know that either. And, then, on, and yes. then what happens is if they don't provide you all the discovery, meaning they have uh, information. information, right? and they don't provide you with the information they have, you can then complain to the judge saying, we didn't get yes. full disclosure of the discovery. Hell yeah. So we need to continue with the mistrial, whatever it is. Sanctions against them. Yeah. Or we need time to adjust all the discovery so oh, yes. we can, uh, you know. Progress, yeah. Try, exactly. She didn't get her discovery. She didn't get her full disclosure. But yet somehow, yet somehow, he doesn't see that. She didn't ask, is this a project? If that wasn't a box to check on Wait. Airbnb. So when a lawyer doesn't get all the discovery, does that mean they didn't ask the right questions? No. It could be. Let me ask you a question. According to the law mm-hmm. or, or the practices of law uh-huh. in courtroom proceedings, mm-hmm. is the, all the, law, the lawyers on one side not supposed to give all the discovery? No. Like if you say I need information, if you if you request none of it's something that you you're not required to give if them. If you request, well, is it discovery required? So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, if you ask for all the information uh-huh. pertinent to the trial or whatever you're trying to do, mm-hmm. they're then supposed to provide. All I the could decide that wasn't pertinent. Huh? I could decide that wasn't pertinent. That was a project. And then, all right. So all that's right, what I'm saying. Right, so so let me ask you right. this. Let me ask you this. So, right. so as a lawyer, let's say mm-hmm. they decided this wasn't pertinent. It's right? not. No, let me finish my question. Go ahead. Yeah, as a lawyer, you, it's they, your house. Let you me can finish speak. My, let me uh, finish my question. All right. You asked for this discovery. All right, Johnny. And they provided, and then you, and then you found that they had some other stuff they provide you, right? And they said, well, we didn't think that was pertinent. Mm-hmm. But in your mind, you said, no, this is pertinent. Mm-hmm. Would you not then complain to the judge or whoever the powers that be to say, this was pertinent, I need this information, and I need this needs to be handled? You got to come up with a good argument why it's pertinent to the my judge. My question is, if you felt like it was pertinent. What, go before the judge, why is it pertinent? Is, my question is, uh-huh. if you, the lawyer, uh-huh. felt like it was pertinent and they didn't provide it to you, mm-hmm. do you then go to the powers that be and explain to them they didn't give me the pertinent information that would have helped. That would have altered my decision or my, 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 how I addressed this case. Well, professionally, I would have went to the other my, not his per- person my first. My question: and went to the judge. Yes. Would you have ultimately gone to the judge? Hell yeah! That's what she did. She went to the no. fucking judge because she realized no. they didn't give her information that was pertinent. No, but Airbnb. This is court. Airbnb was a judge though. Airbnb is a judge, I, not I, the house authority. I see your point. But Airbnb is a judge, not house authority. But then this is my only question. My question then is, I would argue, what do you mean I didn't give you the pertinent information? Did you not have the address? Mm-hmm. You can look the address up. You can look to see whether or not that's... They even have Google Earth right now. Google search would have told you, you the project. Went, you could have went on Google Earth and saw the, the outside, exact address. Right. And the outside of what you would want to see. That would have told you that that is the project. I had no duty so, to disclose. That's my only. That's yeah. my only thing. Like I, I technically did disclose to you. You have the address. You right. have pictures. Now, unless my pictures are, are are absolutely false as well, or the address, or some other craziness. So, like, right. you go on Google Earth right now. Look at your old 
Um, look up that look address. At your old living look space. up that address you where it look, is. Yeah, you could look up that address exactly where it is. And so see what it looks like. go ahead. What you're telling me is, this if I'm about to go into a binding agreement with someone <laughs> to stay at the residence, mm-hmm. it's not on them to tell me everything involved with this residence. It's on me to find out pertinent shit like it's a part a project. Well, now uh, for instance, let's say. Let's take out the project portion. Let's say the plumbing is messed up. The toilet is broke. The water is not run. And you don't find out till you get there. The toilet is mm-hmm. broke. The plumbing is That's just on you because you didn't do your due diligence to find out or ask, hey, does the plumbing work? Or was it on them to tell you, hey, the plumbing doesn't work? I, I, if I'm I, I going to a place, I feel like Somebody should say, hey, this is a housing project. It's the project. I feel like that's the right thing to do, but I don't necessarily know if that's the legal thing to do. There's material there immaterial. There is that's a immaterial. I do believe that it's the right thing to do. Well, she, according to this article, at least, which is what I have, mm-hmm. she didn't argue legality. It sounds like she argued morality, which is what you're speaking. Then of. I then I agree with you. Which morally, is right. morally, is it the right thing to do to tell someone that they're staying in the projects? Yes. Hence why, but is it the legal thing to do? Not necessarily. Hence why she didn't call the New York State or the City of New York Attorney General. She called the house. She might as well. It was like, what's going on with this shit? See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is I can't knock her for being bothered that somebody do to understand her problem. Oh, I never said that she should that she couldn't be bothered by it. I never said that I wouldn't I, knock her for it. No, I was saying No, that's not I understand being upset about it, but what I'm saying is at the same time, I think that I feel like you got to take some of that onus. Right. That's what that's all I'm saying. You just can't put it all on that that's person. You, mm. I don't call that victim blaming. You do got to take some of that onus because you, you didn't do all of your due diligence. The same way when I walk into the hotel and it's not what I expected, I might not have did my full diligence to try to right. get to so try what, to get a better hotel. Because right, so here's the thing: to your hotel example, right? Mm-hmm. Chances are the hotel has a website. Correct. Like you said they show you the rooms. Correct. Stuff. So. What would be the due diligence then to find out if it's a hotel on the track versus a hotel on the water? Look up that uh, area around it. Like I said, Google Earth will show you everything to look in the area around it. But why does it matter? Really do you, how many hotels do you go to? Do you ask who owns the hotel when you get there? No, you don't. You don't give a fuck. I mean, Mr. Patel owned it. You, you don't give a point. damn. You don't know who owns that shit. No, that's that's basically the same no, thing. Who owns talk, it? We're talking about the quality of living or the quality right. of staying at this hotel. So who owns it does not necessarily. That's the issue, though. No, who no, owns no, no, it? Because who owns it does not necessarily dictate the quality of living. How but many, she didn't. How many her times quality, have you? Though, how many issue. times have you looked at a hotel and you said, "Oh, I want to stay at a three host, three star hotel or greater." Right, mm-hmm. and based off of what the webpage says, it might tell you this is a three star hotel. Mm-hmm. And when you get there, it's a one and a half star mm-hmm. hotel. Damn. So again, <laughs> did you like you got to take some of the onus? Did you look? Yeah, you look. Could you have dug a little deeper? Did you look at the comments to make sure that the comments were matching up with the rating? Did you look at the the area surrounding the hotel? To see if that was matching up with what the hotel was saying. Like, these are all different things that you can look at. Look, that's the thing. That makes me feel like you on the side of the guy who got Martin to stay at Chilling Island. I'm at the side of his ownership on both parties. 
Chuggas Island was messed because up. Because again, but that's I what this was. This no, was it wasn't. Trap, this wasn't Chilligan's Island. Chilligan's it wasn't. Island. But no, she never argued with the quality. Those days about the road trap and stuff, that was on the that was known before. I those were on the comments. Nobody advertises comments. we got those road were the comments. No, those those were the comments. comments. That was already known. But I have and I have so started, that, so <laughs> I have started reading comments. I read now. comments. That now stuff I was do. out there, so like you knew the place I you were going to. I read comments now because I've been duped before. All the time so I read now comments. I look and I'm like, before oh, I buy anything, I read the comments. Hold up, all the time. What, I gotta see what these other people are saying, and I look. Right. I look through wholeheartedly because I don't want to get duped by people who are paid by the company to go and put these good. And things so I see how there. many and good people can. or how many bad those, ones. I look at everything. All right, and even to, to take those points, those are things we're learning now. Right. It's not like... But you we, learned it no, after I, you got dudes. What I'm saying is, reading the comments is not like Charge a, to the game. a long-standing tradition. Correct. Yet For a some, long time, right. you didn't even have, see the comments. Exactly. Yet somehow, we're still... Okay, let's... Well, I guess what I'm saying is, let's say 10 years from now, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe I can see you saying, okay, you should have read the comments. Because 10 years from now, that's the thing. I feel like we're still in the... I wasn't mm. infantile. Maybe adolescent. I feel like we're at the point of reading comments. Comments should be read. I do. I feel like society now is at the point of reading comments. Plus also, let's say if a venue has 10,000 comments. Oh, I'm not reading 10,000 comments. No, no, I'm not saying read 10,000 comments. But you read three that say this place is a shithole. Out of 10,000, do you not then say, well, these people, do you not just write that off as an outlier? I do. Three out of ten thousand, you do right off. I mean, of course, that was an extreme example, but that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. So, like, who even knows? Like, that means that the, that's and then, that's, and then that comes down to you wanting to take that chance because you can always not take that chance. Mm -hmm. You could always say, "All right, uh, this quality in who's ever gonna is, have a perfect rate is seventy. Nobody will, but but certain hotels do have a likelihood of carrying a better Hiring, quality yeah. of. Of stay than others. So if you had the choice of a quality inn or Omni Hotel or you know staying at the W or something like that, you know that there's a certain standard that comes with the W that might not be at the quality inn. So does that translate to Airbnb rentals? I I think so. You have to look so for get, where it is that you're so, getting. So what would be the Omni of Airbnb? See, now, see I don't know. I read it's the comments, but Airbnb. it goes back no, to the comments. What, I, no, what I'm saying is the same way you say there's an Omni and there's a quality inn. Right. Is there an Omni and quality of an Airbnb? I don't that, believe and so. And that's why I say, that's why I say infantile people progressing on adolescent stages because we're not a level, like there was a time where you couldn't say there was an Omni or quality. Right. They had to build up to that. I feel like that's what we are. But I feel like you got to also understand what you're coming with. Yes, Airbnb are a business per se, but you're still in somebody else's house. Mm -hmm. And it is what it is. At the end of the day, you're in someone's house. Because it's just like when we went to South Beach. I mean, our hotel wasn't trash by any means. He got money. But for the rates they were charging and for how the websites were promoting, <laughs> we thought we were staying in like these Right. Places. Oh, I agree. When I, when I come to realize is South Beach is full of motels that they pushing off as hotels yeah. with crazy amenities. It's a, it's, yeah, and, and it's a bunch of non-name places. And I'm talking, yes, and I'm talking about even like aesthetically, them they're, three, them three floor structures. They're aesthetically, they trash. <laughs> from the outside, yeah. The when you look at it from the outside, yeah. you're like, where the hell and am on I On the staying? website, it shouldn't look like it's but, golden. And and it could be once you get and inside. It was but, then, and but it was 
But that's what I said. But again, yeah. like I said, do they know how to set a room yeah. to take the best it's pictures? Kinda, it's that's how like, you get yeah. you. It's kind of like yeah. how to make the Big Mac look super extra crispy, juicy, da 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 da. Right. On a commercial. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to the show, like, what the fuck is this song? Give me the shit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, in South Beach, they charge too much money for that bullshit. They had you but that's theater. what I'm saying. At the same time, when you say Airbnb, you have to realize at the end of the day, you're staying in someone's house. house. That's what, so you're you chose to do this. Or a project apartment. Or a project apartment. But you chose this by going to Airbnb site. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no guarantee there. You said, Thank you for letting me stay in your house for this mm-hmm. amount of time. There were times I saw um, a clip on Instagram where um, these Kappas went to stay at this lady's house. Mm-hmm. They didn't know they were staying in the house of a racist lady who was going to stay there at the house while they was there too. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know that until she you get there. Them? Yeah, she put them out. She put them out in the I middle of the night. Blacks? Yeah, she said they were making too much noise. It was crazy. Then so but, yeah. was she in her rights to do that? No. Were they making and, noise? And they did. They no, leave. they weren't. They did leave. She put them out. She totally, wholeheartedly put them out. They contacted Airbnb. So they left um, without the cops coming? Yeah. No, the cops did not have to put them Yeah, they, they left without the cops coming. They contacted Airbnb. They had the video. Airbnb refunded them their money. And That's not um, good enough. They started, a whole, they started a whole campaign against the lady. Like, you know, don't rent from her. Nah, blah, that's blah, blah, still blah. not good enough. But still. No, I understand what you're yeah. saying, but I'm saying at, at the same time, right? I'm fucking homeless yeah, for the night. Yeah, because you had to. No, well, yeah, they had to try to find a hotel now. Because at. At, in the last minute, them right. prices, Airbnb, Agnes, and messed us up. So that's no. what I'm saying. That's what. I, so that's what I said. You know, at the end of the day, when you decide to go Airbnb, you that's have to realize chance. that you're staying at someone's house. Mm-hmm. It's like back in the day before they had Uber and all of that. You had the hacks. You had to realize that when you put yourself in a situation to get into a hack, mm-hmm. you are technically in someone's car. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. Mm-hmm. It's not a taxi. There's no business behind it. It's just this person who was out on the street and said, yeah, I'll take you. Yeah. Dollar cab. What you know about dollar cab, boy? I've been in these streets. Yeah, boy, okay. You know? Okay, <laughs> dollar cab day. So, no, I'm not victim blaming, but I do feel like she needs to take some ownership. Okay. I can dig it. So now, we're going to step into new, new, new Trello's world. Uh-oh. I don't know what that means. The world of education. Mm. Are you talking about, are we about to talk about Glasgow High? No. Uh-oh. Wait, what no, happened? No, no. Hold, I was right. We I wanted... know, right? Uh-oh. This might be, we might be talking about Glasgow High now. You uh, might have to talk about it recently um, discovered that Glasgow High um, was doing fraudulent um, acts with their special education program. Oh, sure. Such as seeing that they were having meetings and they weren't really having them. Um, students? Mm-hmm. So that like, like with the students or like a like you as part of part of receiving your government funding for special education, mm-hmm. you have to have certain IEP meetings. You have to have certain standards. Certain um, teachers are required to be with certain students depending on what mm-hmm. their plan says. Well, Glasgow High was fudging this information wow. and ended up. So let's say, let's say in the school of Glasgow High, this is not correct numbers at all, but let's say they were servicing 200 um, special education students. Mm-hmm. I, and, and so you're supposed to be having your meetings and things of like that with these students. The IEP they might have, Right. They mm-hmm. might have been having like 20. Damn. Right. So they ended up losing like millions in funding. So they were getting all this funding for all these students. And not. For how long? And not providing the services. Yeah. You know, you get a lot. Of, you get a lot of money. And in so how much. For, special for like how much are they saying they got? Oh, it's in the millions that they said that they this were going for a while. 
So and that's the thing that sucks. Oh, and it, it, it was like look it up online. Um, okay. I, I don't know how long they said it was going on, but it sucks because Glasgow recently got a new president, new principal. I I didn't want to say that because he's it's a blue like, hand, so, so I didn't want to put it out there. I didn't want to put that out there. I'm hoping. That's how I was like, I damn, I know him. I'm hoping he inherited this scandal. Oh, I'm hoping that. That's he how I was like, like, how long does this go back? So like, that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that this was something that was inherited to him. Again, a lot of things. So he probably doesn't even know. No, he knows. They straight. I mean, but he didn't know at the. I'm assuming that as principal, at some point in time, he had to have some sort of inkling. Oh, shit. I, I don't think he was totally oblivious to the matter, but Ain't I do think shit. that he inherited it. Again, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is my speculation based off of what I read in the article. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I thought that's what you were about to go, but never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, damn. Um, according to allhiphop.com, reputable. This shout out to Roger Gray <coughs> and Chuck Reedmer. Hey. Headline reads. Substitute teacher stomps out student over the <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. She should have. So, there was a video attached. Um, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what initially warranted the altercation, like for the su- teacher and the student to come to words, mm-hmm. but the student did call her a nigger. And what they didn't tell you, mm-hmm. the student swung at the teacher first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the teacher who actually, well, I would say this. I mean, it's a different it's a different time. Growing, when I was growing up, teachers usually having like suits or professional clothing, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. You know, yada yada yada. She was dressing like the hoodie with the tights, like just another day living in the hood. We're fit for elevens. Exactly. Feeling good today. What you know about that? I'm feeling like yeah, yeah. my, my, my. Yeah. But she, she was out there like, I strap up, strap out in every direction. Glock tech, Jimmy hats in case I need protection. <laughs> <laughs> and when the student said the N word, it triggered something. She served this student up a beat and something vicious. Two piece. Boy, there was more than two pieces of biscuit. No she, biscuit. She, no she, biscuit. She fed her. She fed her. She fed her the meal she was asking for. Some soul food. Man, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. That's good, ain't it? So, of course, you know. Go ahead, finish it. She was fired, and of course, she's facing charges now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a white student that called her the N word, by the way. Mm-hmm. Surprising. So exactly, right? So, my question is based on the information that I presented you and the information you may already have, what do you stand on this? Was the teacher justified in her actions? Oh, and at the end of the beat, like, when the teacher pummeled her, she did stomp her a little bit. Stomped her a little bit. People get stomped every um, day, B. Every day, B. So, I want to know where y'all stand on this. Was she justified in her actions? Nitty point the counselor, the lawyer in the room, Uncle Lonnie. I'm going to say that as a professional, you know, you should never let a person pull you that far down the out of your character that you do it and act like that mm-hmm. you know like that that's just terrible you know and i'm not promoting it anyway she shouldn't have done it you know it was wrong you know but on the flip side i know you know shit happens mm-hmm. you know she may have called her the n-word she might have triggered something that deep down in her hairy ancestral line mm-hmm. made her flip the hell out and say you know what you know what becky you better take this l tonight all this shit that your people done did wrong and may have triggered her to whip her ass. So no, I would not advocate it. 
you know, she should have been a professional, you know, whatever. But I, I, I but I do acknowledge that, you know, sh- stuff happens. So, I feel like this is a very sticky situation. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because depending on where you work, substitute or not, you got to be prepared for battle. Um, in, in these schools. It's um, different. It's different. It's a war going on outside. I'm going to stay from. <laughs> so, like, for example, um, <clears throat> even though I don't wear heels like that anyway, I would never wear heels to work. A word? Never. Because you never know what's happening. You never know what's going to happen. You got to be ready to move. You got you you really so you like the sneakers up in the joint every day. So you dress like the teacher that gave that. So you ready to serve up something? You try there are days when I could be dressed down, just like the students. Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. it does happen. You ready to serve? And and that's what I'm saying. Like seriously, with the way school systems are today, even with there being a school shooting yesterday in California, Mm-mm-mm. you got to be ready to move. Yeah. It wasn't school shooting in California. It didn't get that much coverage. Like a, right, it didn't. We no. become so numb to Two people, it, two it, people died. But I'm seeing it. It don't even get headlines no more. Two people died. Yeah. Two, right? Two people died. Yeah. It only, yeah. like, it's, that's crazy that so we're that immune saying, to it. Right, so I'm saying, so you technically, do you need to be ready to be, be able to maneuver and move in these schools? Mm-hmm. Yes, you do, number one. Number two, with that being said, because you need to be able to maneuver and move mm-hmm. at the same time, you also got to be able to let these kids know you ain't scared of them. Because mm-hmm. there's been plenty of times where a kid will try you and they will say things just to see how far they can get with you. Mm-hmm. And you have to let them know, I am not scared of you. I am going to hold my ground. If you don't like it, you're going to be the one to go, not me. Mm-hmm. So you do have to be that stern mm-hmm. and you do have to let them, even if you are scared, you cannot let these kids know that you are scared. Mm-hmm. So you do have to do that. What I'm going to attribute this woman did to is um, she just went back to the way that she grew up. Because mm-hmm. I will be honest and say that there are times where a student can take you and no, you are no longer talking to Miss Watkins. You are now talking to Latrell. Mm-hmm. And Latrell is different from Miss Watkins. And I have to remember that because I have this is my job. Right. I'm going to assume that this woman, as a substitute teacher, a she's a substitute. She doesn't. That's not a permanent position. So part of her mindset might be, I don't have nothing to lose. You know, mm-hmm. this this is not my everyday day thing. I'm I'm at this school today. I'll be at another school What's, tomorrow. What state was this in? I don't know. Um, I tell you, it's yeah. Um. Secondly, you all know this woman's family status. I got three kids. Life looks real different job-wise. It was in Kyle, Texas. Okay. okay. Life looks that. real different. Life looks real different when you have children that depend on you. Mm-hmm. So she might not have had no children depending on her, and life looks real different to you then. So you got to understand the other factors that were involved. So Latrell now, teacher Latrell now, being called the N-word by a white student, I'm probably going to walk out Mm -hmm. because I got three kids at home and this is my career, not my substitute Mm -hmm. position. But Latrell at a part-time job Mm -hmm. with a substitute position and somebody called me the N-word, this ain't my main source of income. I'm not. Mm -hmm. So so that's why, that's what I'm thinking had to be the situation Mm -hmm. there. Part-time job I had last Christmas season. 
um, me and my mans that got cool, you know, we told, you know, the job was trying to be pressing cash at the time. Mm-hmm. And one thing we always say, like, cause let's say if it was paying like $10 an hour, we'd be like, yo, I can find another $10 job. Like, the fuck? You know, right. come at me crazy. Because that's not your source of income. Right. Right. I don't depend yeah, on this. Like, like you said, because I got a daughter, but she's not eating because of this second job. Right. Because mm-hmm. of this second job. So that might have been the situation. She might work nights somewhere else, mm-hmm. and she's like, let me get this must, extra and money. Yes. Right. Stomping yeah. boxes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So she, she might have been like, let me get this extra money. Christmas is coming up. I'll substitute teach. And Kelly's called me. So I'm then you in. get you get called out like that. That's not your main source of income. Mm-hmm. If you don't have no kids, you react differently. You know what's crazy? Because in today's society, with this digital era, oftentimes we've seen how many times white folks be showing their true colors and call the customer service people N words mm-hmm. and this and that and the other. Especially like fast food restaurants, wherever. Some may react crazy, some may not. Matter of fact, Remember we saw the one viral video where the lady called the hotel clerk at Edward. He's like, it's above me now. You're not getting a room. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Granted, he didn't resort to violence, but his level of pay was strong because now she was apologizing because she couldn't get her room. Mm-hmm. She didn't realize the power. My mom just died. Yeah, she didn't realize, <laughs> she didn't realize the power of his pen, right? Mm-hmm. So, coming to your point now about second job, part-time, supplemental income. Right. Which I have one of those, which is in the customer service field. And I, I often think to myself, like, where, you know, and a lot of white people come through those, those doors. And I think to myself, what if some, for some reason, one day comes where they're not going to like something I said or I'm enforcing mm-hmm. a policy and then they're like, this fucking nigger. And I tell myself, how would I respond? Like, you could try to mm-hmm. prepare yourself, but you never really know. So you know. But I was like, how would I respond? Like, and I run through the scenarios in my head. Could I be calm and just like, well, you're still not getting in, mm-hmm. you know, like, all right, whatever. Let me just not get fired for this person. Or, you know what? Motherfuckers don't pay me for this shit. You want a nigga? Nigga here now. Mm-hmm. And now I got to come choke you. Right. Knowing I'm going to lose my job. I run these scenarios in my head. I mean, I never have I come to a conclusion on what I would do. But I, I would, I, I would say, pardon me, a good, a good portion of me leans toward I probably had to address it. Please don't talk about it. And you know what's funny to me? <laughs> Especially because, and you know, here's the thing too, so not because you are. Often, and I've been one of these people to say, like all the time when we see these videos where these black people are getting demeaned, then the great, da da da. They're like, yo, they should have fucked them up on spot. Like, you know what I mean? Da da da. I can't believe it's so passive. Why be so passive? I'm one of those people sometimes. You know, I don't often think what they got to protect it. Because maybe. What I think is a supplemental income for me, that could be their main source. Correct. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, when I look at my job, I'm like, if nothing else, I don't want to be, for like, I guess, kind of a hypocrite. So now I got to fuck this person up over GP and just mm. say, suck, fuck this job. Because that's just what Because that's what you would say. Mm-hmm. And, and this is funny. So this is what I would do when I'm asking you the same question. I feel like, and I don't know if this is good, bad, or indifferent, but I feel like um, if I was in a situation mm-hmm. where I was called the N-word, I feel like I might be able to walk away from that more than if, like, say, oh, white person was to spit on me. Oh, my God. If you spit on me, I don't, it could be my main source of income. <laughs> I'm not rational at that point. 
That's what I was thinking too. Like, you gotta get yeah, like I could take the N word, yeah. but so could you take that? Baby, Hell we no. Gotta take you out of dance lessons because mm-hmm. that ain't gonna be able to afford it for a little bit. At that point, I'm doing God's will. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what you hands. wanted, Father, who am I to not do your your this work? Your you plan. you wanted this. You this wanted this. Your, yes. you ordered my steps to do? Yes. Because you already knew what I was gonna mm-hmm. do. Somebody spit on me. Right. You could be black. You spit on me? Right. That's, that's where it's equal. And it's, it's not 1960? Oh, no. Right as soon as I check the date, mm-hmm. make sure it ain't yeah. 1960. <laughs> it's about to go down. Did I just quantum bleep? What just happened? <laughs> so, right. if that story read, substitute stomps <laughs> a student for spitting on them. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm that would, I'm like, go ahead. I had a Keisha. You should you should have killed that bitch. Yeah, like, at that point, yeah. And then you, you know, deserve that. That's also another thing. Because one thing I've noticed about myself over the years is sometimes I feel like I'm, and this is with people who I'm cool with, type of whatever. I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm more protective of others than I am of myself. Like mm-hmm. for instance, you might can get away with saying some shit to me. That you can't get away with saying to my certain people in my life. Right. Like, for instance, y'all both know this story. There was a man that once told me, my girlfriend at the time, that told me to tell her, Yeah. you know, I don't even want to, because I'll fuck this podcast up. And, bro, you know where I stand to this day. It's fuck him to this day. You know what I mean? And he told me that though. And he said those words to me. I was literally like, oh, okay, you wild or whatever, blah, 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 blah. We could have probably still been cool. So then I wondered. So it's like at my second job, I got who I call my favorite coworker. You know, we bond pretty good. To the point where, yeah, like, I, and I put this in there on my head. If somebody, let's say, said the N word to her, mm. I see myself not even giving her a chance to respond accordingly. Mm-hmm. I'm already jumping there. Like, now I got to choke you. Or, you know, I got to treat you like how I probably should have treated you if you said it to me instead. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's jumping the gun, but that's just me. So it's like all them kind of different scenarios kind of play out in my head. Like, you know, protect your people. Well, I think it's a shame that we as a people even have to think about those it scenarios. Is. It's very sad. Like, how telling is that? They don't. That's how, that, that's and a lot. It's critical when white people don't understand, well, quote unquote, don't understand when we talk about white privilege. Mm. That's the privilege that's they have. Yeah. They don't have to weigh these decisions, play these scenarios out. Like, I, I literally go through this, I won't say daily, but very regularly in my life mm-hmm. on any job. Just even though for people, things that people say that maybe in that person's mind was harmless, but to me it's like, nah, bitch, you just fucking right. treated the line across the line. Like, mm. yeah, the fool who, when I told you to think about when she called my Filipino co-worker the right, monkey. Right, the monkey. What? But Olani was here. Now, you know, my question, I, I was at a crossroads because I was like, well, do I jump, do I step in? Because do Filipino, they're brown, but do they consider themselves like black and brown, you sound like no. how you, like how it's automatic. You don't like Latinos. You don't say that to a black person. You know what I mean? Yes. You so I know, but he was there when she said it. But he didn't react how like how like say if it was you. Let's say it was me and you coworkers. Uh huh. I don't know how you would react. Well, mm-hmm. Even if you did, I'm jumping in because that's how we should react. Right. But then he kind of took like ha 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 ha. And he I, was Filipino. Yeah. 
So in my head, it wasn't a hot, hot moment. It's like, but I was like, I don't know the rules for them. Right. So I didn't really say nothing. But then I was like, but then what, what stuck with me was like, should I have said something? But if they're not for the if culture. If they didn't say yeah, it, I don't not, know. If they're not for the culture, maybe the culture is different, they'll eat it. Right. But, we don't know their rules. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I, don't, I don't know their rules. And you know what also concerned me is that, because you know, we're going to keep it funky. White people, white people, man. If they feel like you let them get away with something, they're gonna, you give them an instant to come out. So if she feel like, or, if or, she felt like or she country. got away with the monkey comment, <laughs> you know, whether she knew or not, if she got away with the monkey um, comment with him, who's going to be watermelon baby? It, yeah, who's going to she might not use it with me next week? Yeah. And now shit going to be fucked up. You know what I mean? So that's why I was like, damn, that might have been a nipping in the bud opportunity. To where I spoke with my favorite coworker, I told her what happened. Cause I was like, yo, I didn't know what you like. I don't know if I should jump in or not. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I would have said, so a monkey is the best example you could have come up with. I was like, damn, that was cold. Mm-hmm. So were they using it in a racial way or did it? Not, well, what she said was, because three of it's her and him and another guy, a white guy. Uh-huh. They were like, like the man managers, we had a, a manager who had left. Mm-hmm. Instead of hiring a new person in that position, they took three of them and kind of combined them to take on her duties of theirs. Mm-hmm. So her comment in that context was, "Man, we're like a three ring circus." Mm-hmm. And she, she said, "It's like I'm the ringmaster," and she says, "Like the other white dude was the clown," and he says, "Like the Filipino dude was the monkey." Mm. And see, I, I probably wouldn't feel as bad because she called white dude a clown. Right, no, but see, so, no, now, in, so, sub, substitute Filipino dude with black dude, you probably wouldn't give a fuck what she called a white but, dude. But it's because black people got a history of monkey. That's, right, you know. And that, right, that's what okay. I'm saying. That's, right. why I, that's why I said I wasn't sure of the rules. Okay, okay. Because, you know, all the time we hear black, you do also hear black and brown. Right. That, not that brown. Well, I don't know which brown <laughs> we talking about sometimes. We don't go that far. You know, I that's mean. That's more Cafe Olay. <laughs> That's what most brown is outside of black. Think about it. Latin. I think of yeah. Latin outside a of brown. Of La- a lot of Latins are cafe au lait. But I don't. But I don't know if the Filipinos. And I was like, this. I, and I, was like this. I didn't know. But thinking that other be, because I didn't know doesn't mean it didn't count. See what I'm right. saying? But what, that's what I'm saying. I needed to see what his response was because mm-hmm. that would have given me a better indication of mm-hmm. what should have been. Done. But because had he had he been like, oh, ho, 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 ho. Then I had a co-sign like, ho, 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 ho. But right. since he didn't, I was like... Mm. But by her calling the white man a clown, though, kind of softens it. Clown always sound. defeats monkey. You can, get, you can call a black man a clown and p- might get away with it. I mean, but, but she still denigrated that, that denigrated so them, saying, though. Yeah, but like what I'm saying is, you call me a clown... I might be like, what do you mean by clown? Or I might be like, oh, what? How, well, monkey's what? like you're not a human. Well, a, monk, monkey, yeah. a monkey, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's, there's no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Lower denominator? Like, yeah, there's no, there's no confusing it, I guess, whatever the term would be. There's no, like, when it comes to calling somebody a monkey, mm-hmm. it is what, as a black person, That's a dog whistle word. You know what the fuck that is. Right. Yeah. So, that's why I was confused by that. I, so, I get it, but yeah. I don't think they with us. Yeah. So, so, let her monkey on. <laughs> <laughs> a monkey gonna do the monkey gonna do. But even still, now I don't even want to say it because I'm like, I don't want you to start looking at me like, oh, can I get away with this? Right. The Negro. But yeah, so the student got stomped out for her troubles. The teacher got arrested. <laughs> she got fired. And I, she's, she's, she's gonna be looking at um, legal action. Well. I'm not mad at her. I'm not either. She can still get a job. What's our GoFundMe? Hopefully there's a go. I was just, I said, hopefully there's a GoFundMe for her. 
So she don't go to God. Get All right. So now let's talk about the Hey Nation, aka the LGBTQIA plus. What is, what's the IA again? I can't remember. Intersexual, it, asexual. Yeah, intersexual. Intro or inter? Intra. Intersexual or asexual. I don't know. Okay. That's about my paper. Okay. So. You don't necessarily identify with any sex. Um, according to okay. neonet.com, hmm. the, the headline is the head of a pregnancy charity like forced to stand down for saying only women give birth. I'm going to read that again. I'm sorry. Head, head of pregnancy. Yeah, I knew this was going to resonate. Head of pregnancy charity forced to stand down for saying only women give birth. So, a female birthing coach has been forced out of her job as the head of a pregnancy charity by a transgender activist after saying that only women can give birth to children. Isn't that true? 40, yeah. I guess not. No, not Four, anymore. Well, uh, let's read on. 45-year-old British professional doula, Lindsay McCarthy Calvert, said she was ostracized for using, and I quote, absolutely disgusting language, end quote, in a social media post where she said, and I quote, women birth all people. End quote. It says she was the head of a uh, doula out of UK, of doula UK, a non-profit, a non-profit birthing organization for doulas trained birth coaches who act as non-medical companions to expecting mothers. The backlash was triggered when McCarthy Calvert, who represented the National Organization for Birthing Coaches and worked as a doula herself for six years, posted some facts about women on her social media. It says she was responding to a move by Cancer Research United Kingdom to remove the word women from their pap smear test campaign to appease trans activists, opting instead to state that cervical cancer screenings are quote unquote relevant for every age 25 to 64 with the cervix. So let me read that part again. So apparently, according to Cancer Research UK, they wanted to remove the word women from their pap smear test campaign to appease trans activists. Let me stop right here for a second. And ask a I'm question. confused. I'm gonna ask the lady in the room, the the cisgender the cis woman, the female, the female, the the woman in the room, Nutrella. Mm-hmm. Educate me, please. Okay. Pap smear tests are for who? Female people with vaginas. Cervix, so, right? So the, it does. It, t- it checks your service. So you it checks other things. So let me oh, ask you. Shit. So let me ask you. If a man undergoes the operation, does that mean they now get pap smear? They qualify for pap smears? They don't have services. That's kind of hard. I mean, it's not just for service. It's oh. services. But does your cervix get checked? Yes. That's kind of hard. And the reason why I say that oh, is because no. part of the reason for pap smears and being checked is. If you think about it, a woman's private area, um, a lot of the things that go on are enclosed mm-hmm. and inside where Might a I man see. is external. Right. So part of that um, testing things that you go through is to check the inside. Right. So if you now have an inside, even though it's man-made, oh. um, I'm assuming that it still comes with all of the things that the inside comes with. So at this point, you would need to get that. But if you were born a man and you had the change, you don't identify as a woman anyway. I mean, as a man, you don't identify as a man anyway. So that's where I find issue 
with mm. saying why can't it be women unless now you You're have to man now, or now you have to be ambiguous <laughs> ambi- you have to use ambiguous. ambiguous thank you now you have to be ambiguous before the people who consider themselves to be binary is that the i people yeah the people who do not subscribe to a gender at all so does that mean you're okay with them ch- taking women for Pat's feet? No, I don't. I'm not. I'm not okay with that at all. Because again, this is something that was historically done, and I don't feel like it should change because um, people now want to be binary. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, um, again, there's some. There's some. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I'm sure that there is wording that is used out there that I may not agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not offensive. It's just, you know, a word that I may not agree with. Um, mm-hmm. but because, you know, the, the, the history behind the word or just the science behind the word uh-huh. is what it is. I'm, you know, I don't feel like you should make an uproar that things need to change because mm-hmm. of it. And again, I feel like this is strictly mainly for people who are considered binary. Mm-hmm. So... Given that, I'm going to go on and read. And it says, um, clearly irritated by the pandering move. McCarthy Calvert posted an image on Facebook with a caption that read, I am, I am not a service owner. This is a quote. I am not a service owner. I am not a menstruator. I am not a feeling. I am not defined by wearing a dress and lipstick. I am a woman, an adult human female. Mm-hmm. It says she then noted that it was primarily women being subject subjected to accusations of transphobia mm-hmm. and that men didn't hear the quote cries of bigotry and transphobia when they say they don't want to have sex with a woman with a penis, end quote. It said a reference to the fact that most men identifying as women do not have their penises removed. Okay. It said these sentiments, it must be pointed out, would have been considered run-of-the-mill feminist talking points a very short time ago. It said she was promptly accused of, quote, absolutely disgusting language, end quote, and reminded ominously that, quote, you seem to be forgetting that not only women, let me run this back, that, quote, you seem to be forgetting that not only women birth children, end quote. Let me run it back one more time. Only women birth children. You seem to be reminded ominously that, quote, you seem to be forgetting that women, not only women, birth children. I mean, unless you're speaking and, animal. And even when animals, Or naturally, you know, female, like. Female, right? Unless you're an amoeba. So, well, but, help me out. Help, again, let me ask the woman in the room. I'm not trying to speak from a it's service too much uterus. Vagina standpoint, because guess what? I don't have those things. Right. But I feel like I went to school. Right. So, women aren't the only human species that birth children? The only human species, yes. Okay. So, if you want to talk animal, then okay. But again, women are the only people that can birth. A child. So where would this statement come from? I, I'm trying to think because even if you were to get the surgery to become a woman, you still don't have, have the, the genetic backing and makeup to birth a child. The eggs, fallopians, right. and all those things, yes? Right. 
So people were like the the, the um the, the transplant of the uh stuff. stuff. I mean, I feel like it's I feel like it's. But no, like some people, it. they transplanted like the part that carries the woman, the baby, didn't they? The womb? I don't think they, 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 they transplanted the womb. I don't think they transplanted a womb. Okay, I think they did. I, I mean, I feel like I might have heard that, but they transplanted it. I mean, maybe they well, can, saying, but I don't think it's a like your like your personal trainer question. I don't think it's standard. But let's say if you can get a womb <laughs> transplant, right? Uh, it's too much. Your body still can't produce eggs, can't? Correct, and you still don't and you have. Need eggs. And you need the eggs in order to do that. Which means you like I a, feel like if you are a man that, that got the period right, I would say you probably don't have a period. As a man who became, but if they got a the woman. womb transplant, couldn't they have the, the eggs implanted and birth the baby? Can you? Can will the body naturally support that? I. I think you can with the trans. I don't, I don't know. know. You know, like I said, I know that the body can naturally start producing um, breast milk if you just start pumping it, whether you're pregnant or not. So I guess it would be as interesting a as a, a woman. Can. They I said this. I don't know. I, they I said men can produce I, breast milk. I would love. I, I would they said men can. I never. Heard I would that. love a man to try it I would and never let heard me know. That. Would you try? Baby, it? You go ahead and get your chest pump and see if you can produce milk. I'm not trying that shit. <laughs> Fuck out of here. If I was That's able to produce breast milk, I would reinvent my life. <laughs> I would leave America. I'm going to live on a rock <coughs> and I would never have sex again. I mean, it would take a while. You would have to like pump every day for like six I don't want to produce breast milk. That's women's work. <laughs> and if that sounds sexist to you, fuck you. That's women's work, producing breast milk. That's their thing. I don't want to impede on that. I don't want no parts of that. You know what I mean? Certain, you know, certain thing in my mind is women's work. Producing breast milk is one of them. <laughs> breastfeeding, menstruating. So you wouldn't put on the fake boobs and breastfeed your child. Birthing children. I'm looking at. I'm, I, I googled it in in there are videos. Before they you can. try to bust my bubble, Who? Lonnie. Don't listen, before he tries to bust my bubble, Lonnie. Let me finish addressing you, Trail. What was your question? I said like when I'm meet, not put on like and meet the fuckers. No, because that's what bottles are. For. I, I, a, a but, cat you, can't but you remember in Meet the Fockers? Yes, and I remember bottles came out before Meet the Fockers. <laughs> you know what I fed my brother with when he was a baby? A bottle. You know what I fed my baby with when she was a baby? A bottle. My little cousin? Bottle. You know what I mean? My friends who had kids that didn't fit? Bottle. So you wouldn't put on the no. boobs? So if your friend came to you and was like, hey, you know, she's used to sucking out of only... <laughs> No true friend of mine would request that from me. <laughs> Not one. Not one. Even even you, even you as as, as outlandish as you are. Oh wait, that's exactly. And I'm just gonna jump back in the past because I'm not gonna talk new children on you. If your kids were babies and you were like, I need you to feed my kid, put this titty, you wouldn't ask me to put this titty on. And that's you, cat in the navel, pin in the penis, motherfucking. Unsavory trouble, <laughs> troublemaking trouble. That was troublemaking trouble. You wouldn't even brought that to no, me. No, I wouldn't ask you exactly. to do that. You're right. Those are not my friends. You're right. <laughs> I feel like colonizers would say some stupid shit like that, and we don't fuck with you. What about you? Would you put on the breast and breastfeed Lying. the baby? What do you mean? For like comfort or something? Like, say you're like, oh, my child is used to only, you know, feeding Sucking off of teeth. nipples. Don't so you, you have do it? like meet the fuckers. So you have a fake. There's a fake set of breasts. And someone comes to you and say, hey, you know, you're watching my child tonight. When it's time to eat, just put this on. And the, and the baby will take this goddamn bottle and go to sleep. 
<laughs> so, um, so you wouldn't do it? No. Why not? Why do I need to go to Medea to feed the goddamn baby? Eat the damn food and go to bed. <laughs> I put the damn Medea suit on. I just found the title for this episode. What? So you wouldn't wear a fake breast to feed a child? <laughs> no. If nothing else, that's good cook, baby. <laughs> right. So and you know, it's crazy because Lonnie is the very the most progressive. I know. I know. That's what I was thinking. If anybody was gonna say, he, it would have been him. No. It would have been him. That's how real it is. So here's another outlandish question. Say you're married, mm-hmm. and your wife just had a baby, Uh-oh. and famine hits the land. The whole land? The whole land. <laughs> We're famine. <laughs> so somebody needs to eat. Mm-hmm. Would you then say it's fair to feed the mother and then allow her to feed everyone else since she has breast milk? What you mean feed everyone else? Who the fuck? Like, I'm supposed to drink breast milk? The rest of the family. Yes. What do you mean the rest of the family? Who are you talking about? No. Who, what people are you talking about? I'm talking about her husband and her kids. Why so I drink you, breast milk? Would you allow your wife to eat the food and then you be fed off her breast milk. Why can't I eat food? Why can't we share? Right. There's famine in the land. Only one person can eat. Why can't we share the but food? If I'm still eating the food through her indirectly, why wouldn't I just eat my share directly? Right. Because she has to feed the baby anyway. You so eat that I'm part for you and the baby. She her share, she can still feed the child. Right. But it's famine share. in the land. It's only enough for one person. And she's the mother who has but to feed But if it's only enough for one person, her breast milk wouldn't <laughs> feed all of us. It would because women can produce breast milk. Super producers. You, no, there's... You not can everybody's produce a super enough. producer. They're not. Everybody is not a super producer. But there are a lot of... I your body is supposed to be intended to feed off of what is needed. Right. So that's why a woman could, could produce for like um, twins and possibly even triplets. Mm. So but the husband's not the, a twin. We're on a deserted <laughs> island. Chilligan's Island. Chilligan's Island. <laughs> Airbnb fucked us over. And there's no food. There's, there's very limited food to where only Famine one hit the land. Famine hit the land. And my wife is the only one that could eat to then be able to feed. Like if I eat, the family will be fed. Right. But if my, eat, if my wife eats, the family will be fed. But they got to suck off the teeth. But it's my children. Or pump. If, if, that, if that apocalypse now is what it came down to. I live with that because they're my children and me. At first, I thought you, I thought you were saying like, would she be feeding other men and other? No, she's only feeding her family. Then you, we got to do what we got to do. So you would drink the breast milk. I probably suck the titties anyway. So right. you know. So that's you would just be like, all right, my turn. If I'm gonna survive, if that's how I live, yes, I, I, there's no other way to live. Breast milk is appetizing. Huh? It's not appetizing. It doesn't taste very good. I don't. I don't want to know how you know that. <laughs> I kind of do, but I don't. <laughs> what about you? Matter of fact, no. Fuck it. We're here. <laughs> no. Why have you tasted breast milk? It's almost 11 o'clock. Well, you have no kids. Yeah, why Why are you tasting breast milk? So if I had, it's okay to taste it when you have kids? more sense. I would give you a little bit more. I've lived in these, I've been in these streets. I've been in these streets too, but I never sucked nobody's breast milk. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You, I would understand the likelihood of you trying it if you had a child, but mm-hmm. you don't. Matter so I'm fact, confused. It. Matter of fact, I have a child. I've never, you never tasted it? I've never tasted breast milk. What kind of father are you? A father. <laughs> a normal one. The fuck you mean? <laughs> that See, was almost another title. What you kind just, of father you just feed your kids stuff without tasting it first? No, my, her mother feeds her. 
all the time. So you know, the yes, all the time. Your baby was, no, no baby was here. You never had the breast milk and fed the baby. Huh? You never fed the baby to breast milk. Actually, my mother didn't me. We she was a similar baby. Oh man! But still, you still answer the question. But still, I'm not, I know. I'm not sucking breast milk. Bro. So why did you have breast milk? Yeah, I didn't say I had it. I said it was nasty. You said it doesn't taste good. It doesn't taste good. That means you so taste you can't make that comment without having it. It's rancid tasting. So, you so you've it. tasted breast milk? Yes. No. You tried it? Yes, you did. You tasted it, haven't you? I have. That, that's See? Like, right. That's, that's like me saying gazpacho is nasty, but I don't know gazpacho. Right. It is. No. We're not it's, changing. It's yes, I, I never said I never tried breast milk. Gazpacho is you said you, We want to know why you've tried breast milk. Yeah, why did you try breast milk? Look, this is not about me. Yes, it is. It it's is because you brought it up. It's about the family we in the land. We didn't know that you, we yeah. did not know that you, that you, you should have breast milk till you brought it up. This is correct. You know... It's kitchens, things get mixed up in containers oh, and stuff. Who's, who's the Captain Crunch got the Captain Crunch got to get it. So whose breast milk did you drink? It doesn't it, matter. Cause no, because here's why it, it, did, it wouldn't have mattered before, but here's why it matters now. Because mm-hmm. you said things get mixed up in the kitchen. So yes. I feel like that means your family is in that house. So you drink yes. your family so you member's breast milk. It was, it was the baby's milk. You was drank it. Yeah, you didn't drink your sister's breast milk. No, no, I did not. You tainted as no. shit, boy. You tainted as fuck, boy. I can't believe you drank your sister's breast milk. I did not. I gotta change this title. You drank no. your sister's breast milk. No, I did not. That's the new title. I did not. You drank your sister's breast milk. No, she couldn't. She couldn't produce. So whose breast milk did you no. drink? Y'all not gonna put this on me. You put it on yourself. You put it, you strapped onto a chin. You strapped on. I didn't strap onto a chin. <laughs> Your chin. I've never strapped <laughs> onto a chin. That was not mm-hmm. a question. I've read this. I remember I was there. But we remember you saying you you you, drank you just said you drank milk. breast milk. I I say it doesn't taste milk. good. How do you know? Because it got oh, it's a fact. That it doesn't taste it's good. It's not a fact. It I, you I, said, okay, but she said, she, she said it doesn't taste good. I didn't she say said, that. All I did. said, no, I didn't. All I said was that I've had it. Yeah, that's what she said. I never said it, that it, it tastes. Taste I didn't good. say it tasted How's good it taste? or bad. How's it taste? I, I was kind of indifferent. It depends <laughs> no, on what you eat. It's, don't deflect. No, breast milk don't depends on what you eat. Don't what deflect, it tastes Lonnie. like. Don't deflect, Lonnie. Mm-hmm. Lonnie, don't deflect. I want to take this. You brought it up. You brought it on yourself. That's what she said. But you brought it up. Mm-hmm. So you drank your sister's breast milk? I didn't. My sister did not produce breast milk. So she breast she, milk just, she was a Similac kid. So, so whose breast milk did you drink? No. And you can't say it's rancid because you don't know it what they rancid. ate. Yeah. You don't know what they ate. It still could be rancid. That's why they say, for example, when a woman is breastfeeding, that's why she can't eat certain things. That's why you shouldn't eat tomato-based things. That's even, why you shouldn't eat collard greens. Even just like when they say, like, when people should eat pineapples with sweet fruits because it'll make their comments Right. So that's it's what they the say. Thing. So, so whose breast milk did you taste that was No one! Y'all are going to stop And what were they, 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 they eating because it was rancid? We're going to get over this. It was either So you had asparagus breast milk from your sister. We're going to... <laughs> Y'all are both wrong, and like ah! me, and I despise you. Ah! Y'all didn't, y'all didn't treat D'Angelo like this. That's all I'm saying. Ah! Y'all gave him all the dignity. We don't want to mess up his brain. <laughs> so he gets all the dignity, we and I get in, all but the, the conversation stuff. was pretty like good. But you tried with the but we so no clients ever. Oh, yeah, you, well, know. you know, he shut that down quick. 
Is there a Mr. Uh... <laughs> All right, so back to the question, That's... since you're not going to tell us about your sister's no. asparagus breast milk. That's Let's go back to the other question. So the other question is, <laughs> yes, so, would you... <laughs> so would you allow your wife to breastfeed you to, so that you and your family could live? No, because at that point, it's probably God's will. We probably should be dying. So you drank your sister's asparagus breast milk, but you drink your wife's breast milk to leave. to live. I believe in God's will, God's plan, people. But you didn't believe in that shit when you drank your sister's asparagus breast milk. God's plan didn't exist then. Huh? Then he got temporary plans. Y'all ain't right. No, you ain't right. should sign a national register like sex offenders. I saw that. And it says they should be monitored under the same arrangements as rapists and pedophiles, giving greater protection to victims who live in fear of their tormentors. Without even going to the rest of the article, does that sound like a sound plan? I'm going to point again to the woman in the room. Neutrality. I don't see why not. I mean, um, being raped or molestation is sexual abuse, right? Mm-hmm. So why not? Abuse is abuse. Right. No doubt. So why not? Uncle Bonnie? I'll say they, they, they're overwhelmed already. They got too much going on. Who's overwhelmed already? The service, the agencies that handle the, the offender registry. So system. beat her up! Because that's, that's what you said. Don't hire her. Beat her up! Don't create another hire more people to handle it. No, but like they're so already like, overwhelmed. Like you said, beat her up. That was great. I ain't gonna lie. They they're already you overwhelmed. Have you like? Because I know I had to get you know background checks and stuff you know for my mm. career and like I had the the misfortune of showing up on sex offender day and oh I thought you were gonna say a list. I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, so yo. No, so you like, about to say y'all learned so much yo. on this podcast today. No. <laughs> No, so I've been at the police station <laughs> when they all have friends. to comp when they like trying to get my fingerprints when they when they're there and it's like I said the first of all have, have, have y'all ever seen how many people are there? No, no, man. So I had to go get you and it's all like one location around here in the county. So I showed up to get my fingerprints like at the day they had the report. <laughs> that mug was packed. With people who had to do their check-ins, I'm like, damn! Like I'm telling you, it's so, such. I mean, it, I'm not just that. It's like a huge amount of people who were there. So I'm like, they're already taxed so too your, much for that. Your theory is, and just so I get this straight, your theory is, 
They're already overwhelmed. Because there's, so, because there's already an overwhelming amount of sexual offenders, leave the physical abusers alone. But the domestic abuse isn't, isn't uh, pedophilia. And domestic abuse, I would consider more well, of a family law issue. all sex abusers aren't, aren't pedophiles. All right. sex abusers aren't pedophiles. And they're still on that list and have to show up. Do, does this sex offenders have to, is it, or is it only sex offenders have to? They do have to. Sex offenders, the 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 person that raped me had to register, mm-hmm. and I was of age, so it wasn't okay. pedophilia. So it's not okay. But I don't know. I, I like keeping domestic violence separate as a family issue. So they should not register because I mean. No, I don't. If you I don't fuck up a woman, you might fuck up other women, right? I want, but I want it, the. It really be, be the thought process behind. But it? no, but I I want domestic violence can get tricky and stuff. You saw a thin line between love and hate. You know, no, shit goes it wrong. Both like, ways. I want, if I beat up, my, if I beat up my dude, then I should have to register as a, as a yeah, like, offender. That as well. is all great and stuff in theory, but we know it doesn't always happen that nicely. Like I rather like because like the thing like with family law stuff or like registering and PFAs, those aren't criminal things, and I like that not being criminal things. Wait, so let me ask you this: Do you feel like? Sex offenders should register. Yes. Why? Because that's a criminal act. One, and we need to protect and people from those. Domestic violence time. isn't. No, domestic violence um is are those are civil issues. So, so if I fuck yeah. my if I fuck my if, if I fuck my what? wife wait, 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 okay. if I fuck my wife or girlfriend up that's mm-hmm. not a criminal act to you. Well, according to the the law, like. Uh, what those are, those are assault and stuff is, but like if you need like a PFA from a person, that's not a criminal thing. So, they fuck you up or stalking you. So, alright. Stalking is a crime, isn't yeah, it? it? Stalking is. is a crime, yes. So, how are you saying they're not criminal? I'm talking about like, like, but like domestic violence and stuff, those are, I consider those more family. But violence issues. is a criminal act, isn't it? Not violence see, by itself, no. If the, you commit an act of violence against somebody, does that, is that considered a Yeah, but I'm act? talking about like in terms of like protecting the family and stuff, I but, want those issues to be separate. Violence is violence. This is my thing, though. Isn't because when you say you shouldn't even a family, I feel like that's an antiquated tra- quote unquote tradition that men have already been doing, mm-hmm. which is why women have been going, which is why we have like what was it, the, the, the thumb rule, the rule of thumb? Mm-hmm. You, you recall where the rule of thumb comes no, from? I have no idea. Well, you've heard of the rule of thumb, right? I thought it had something to do with school. Well, that's what it became. So, what I understand, and remember, we talked about learning stuff on TV, I learned this from Boondock Saints, the movie. Okay. Okay. So, the rule of thumb, and I'm paraphrasing here, but basically, um, a man could beat his woman, his wife, with a stick or ruler or stick, so long as it was not wider than the width of his thumb. Okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. So no, I understand. Okay, I understand. No, so basically, it gave a man the right to beat his wife with a stick as long as it wasn't bigger than the wider of his thumb. So you can still fuck her up with a weapon. Well, it sounds like according to what Lionel yeah. was saying. So I, that's what I'm saying. So when he says, I'm not going to rape you, right. but I'll fuck you up. So when he because says, if I rape you, I'm right. a criminal. So when he says leave it in the family, that's essentially what leave it in the family means when but, I think about it, which again leaves the woman at a severe disadvantage. Well, let me, and when I say severe, mm-hmm. I mean life threatening. Well, let me explain more and stuff. Why, uh, my, my position. Like, I've worked. said this bottle was not this wine. Right? It was just right there. Yeah. So you, can, got, you can beat her with the tip of the bottle. And if I got a big hand, because my, my thumb is Almost barely wider than my thumb, right? Yeah. So let's say if I'm like an NBA player, I'm the sixth, I'm Shaq. Clearly, this is not going to be wider than my thumb. Right. right. So I could beat my wife with this part of the fucking bottle. You know, mm-hmm. she could still die. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, think about what we're saying. Like, I want to explain myself, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. 
that be why I would like like to keep those issues over in like a, a separate area is because I, I've worked. I can't say I have worked in, in family, you know, court and stuff. And like, in family issues are complicated, mm-hmm. and a lot of times people, if it, if those issues aren't left there, they might not. People might not get help with with them because because You're if they're taken criminally. So no, like because my husband like, is raping me. No, but I'm talking about like it's like but like domestic violence and stuff though. Like people, not people are family. like more. Well, that's happy. what I'm saying. But yeah. isn't but like, that considered family? But about like PFAs and stuff. But like PFAs aren't criminal things. Like they don't go. They're not on your criminal record and stuff. Those are like, those aren't don't really hurt you. Like you can pay like a fine and stuff for that because you we we want people to get help for that. But if it was a, a criminal thing, you know that mother might not get might not try to get her baby's father in trouble because she doesn't want him to be in criminally trouble because so it's going to impact them differently. So then what I don't understand so then I want is... So I want the people to go get help. So then why is it... Then why, if that's the case, then there shouldn't be um, charges at all for any type of fights. So if I go to school and I fight this girl, I should not be getting charged with assault if... All you want me to do is get a PFA. Well, I'm just talking about the family. I'm just, I, I but can't I'm go saying, but, side, but for the family. But what is and, the and, difference and just, between me getting beat up at school by a peer and me getting beat person. up? So and the you know, you, you, you have a few, assault, no, but you got some family people who who have pushed you there before. I'm sure. I and agree, but that it's happened. But and like and the but you and you're not gonna get them in trouble because you know what that that bitch smacked me, but it was my sister. I don't want this shit going on her record. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get her in that trouble. That doesn't mean it's not assault. But I, I want her to get. I want her. To, I want her to stay away from me. But I don't want this going on her record. So I am gonna go to court. It's I want. Assault. I want protection Again, from her. So but if I, I get beat up, I don't at want school. her to have assault. I just want her. I want help. I hear what you're I saying. I want to stay away from so me. So if I get beat up at school, then that means that I have now have the right to go to the court and say, you know what? I know she just beat me up. That's 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 my friend, or that's somebody I've been going to school with for nine mm-hmm. years. I don't. All I want is. Just to, her to stay away from me, so don't charge her. Just give me a PFA. But well, that's that's different though. Why? You're not related to that person. I'm trying to protect. This is pr- protecting the family. Like I don't see how relationship has to do with this though. You're you're more likely to get that protection if you're not going to hurt the person. So it's you're okay right. to get fucked up if your family is fucking you up. That's what you said. No, it's not okay. But you're you're more likely to get help from that person hurting you if you're what? not. Uh, so if my abusive husband, if I'm a woman, mm-hmm. my abusive husband is beating me the fuck up, mm-hmm. he's gonna be the one to help me. No, I'm, no, I'm talking about your. He said he's gonna get help. No, I'm saying you're more. Trevor, did I hear that right? No, you're not understanding. No, so what I'm saying is you're more likely to get a PSA against your husband if you know that's not gonna be criminally on his record because he's financially probably supporting you and your kids still. Why do you make that assumption? That's no, I'm saying. What year this, are we this, in? No, no, this no, no, is how no, it happened. No. This is how I'm telling you. I'm not saying you haven't seen this. This is how people think. I'm not saying right. you haven't seen this. Mm-hmm. But in 2019, why are you assuming, mm-hmm. which was it feels like, mm-hmm. that a woman who's getting beat up by her husband mm-hmm. is being financially taken care of or supported by her husband? Because a like, woman, fi- a woman financially who wasn't. This woman with money getting beat up every day. No, yeah. because a man who's being supported by his wife ain't whipping her ass. That's why. That is not I'm true. That is not man, true. Matter of fact, because you know we always how we always hear about men and their like superiority complex, uh-huh. inferiority complex, whatever, mm-hmm. toxic, whatever, and they Blech. can't handle their women making. Exactly, they can't handle women making more money and all that. 
and they gotta prove their bravado somehow, some way, some mm-hmm. form, some shape. We beat them up. Like, so it's crazy for you. I feel like it's crazy for you to say if a woman's getting beat up, chances are she gets supported financially. Matter of fact, let me use this example. Let me use this example. Remember when this, when Riri got fucked up and they said it was about Chris Brown? Mm-hmm. Rihanna was a fucking multi-billionaire. Mm-hmm. Why was she taking ass with, by your logic then, why was she taking ass with And she wasn't record? even going to report that. She right. only reported it because it got out in the news. Yeah. Well, because why was she taking ass She was reporting because she was the aggressor a lot sometimes also, and she was involved in it. And it's, 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 it's stuff is complicated. Okay. That's why. Why was she trying to get an ass with by Ike? She was the money maker. That was a... What? That was oh, a what? But she needed Ike. Did she need... No, she did not. She needed Ike. How did she need Ike? She was the talent. Ike was the producer. She was the talent. But she, Ike needed to put her on. A talent can find a producer. So when Ike. they was fighting in the elevator, Jay-Z... He finally and, hit her. <laughs> Jay-Z and the rest of them, they mm-hmm. all had money. Mm-hmm. Beyonce even said... Of course, sometimes some shit goes okay. down when there's a billion and, and dollars. And what did Beyonce do in the elevator? Nothing. Jay-Z, Jay-Z got beat up by, the, by the brokest one in the elevator. Because. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he did. He yes. He was dependent on shit. <laughs> he, got, he did. He got you beat up by the brokest because one in the elevator. Up, because you don't mess up. No, but you don't mess up your money. And you know outside the elevator, people are sitting there. You now can't have it go down. New stuff. No, because according to you. The, the victim of domestic violence might be being taken care of by the, the by the uh, abuser. Well, who was, wasn't Jay Z the victim then? You're right. So, according but to he wasn't life. being taken care so of by no by that situation <laughs> though. No, but by act if he acted out, that would have messed up his money. Yeah. The, no, the whole situation didn't mess up nobody. It would money. have messed up his money if he had hit her and the video got Where out. His brown money got messed up at. I'm talking. Chris Brown money did get messed up. No, it did not. He did. He lost. He told. He lost a Chris lot. Brown is still on tour, still making money. Now, Chris Brown like, is go back then the when it happened. In a, um, Chris back Brown then, made a hit record like six months after that. No, not, si- not that soon. Now. He was at the award show doing a Michael Jackson tribute like six months. As later, a matter of fact, and then him and Rihanna had a song. Yes, they came out with a song together. Well, I don't think they were really together, but they put it Bro, together. It was a good song. This was still selling. Not like it, it it should have. Matter of fact, you actually had many millions of people still pro, pro, uh, protecting Chris Brown, defending Chris Brown when that happened. At a time in the cancel culture where normally people would cut you over, no, they were still defending Chris C. Breezy. You know, he didn't lose shit. I mean, I, th- he might, I think he, he for did. the moment he might lose some sponsorships and maybe. Right. I'm what I'm saying. I'm not saying he didn't lose any fans, but he had a lot of fans to hold. He didn't. He didn't suffer. But it, it it was it wasn't easy to get Chris Chris Same with R. Kelly. R. Chris Kelly Chris Brown. It took a while for Chris Brown fans. to get back though. Like just. even R. after R. Kelly just started just, losing his fans. Just. But like the Chris documentaries were really like brought him down down because niggas were still stepping in the name. Of but even life. after Chris Brown did the Michael Bur- Brack, Michael Jackson Brown. thing. <laughs> Such a the Michael Jackson thing is still he still wasn't all the way back. Like it took a while for him to get back. What about these pop- NFL players? What about these NFL players who get just their sanction, serve a little bit of suspension, and they still in the NFL? I can't speak about that because I don't watch the NFL because I support black people. <laughs> you don't have to watch it to know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't care enough to yeah, care about that. Was happening before the Colin Kaepernick thing, so you could still been aware of that. I'm not. Because I knew about those. I was. I haven't watched the NFL in like three years now, three or four years because of the Kaepernick thing. But prior to that, 
the domestic violence, those domestic violence things, the DV things are still happening prior to that. So I knew about all of those, whether it's Greg Hardy, right? You know, Michael Irvin, um, Ray Rice. Ray Rice was before Kaepernick. I know you know about Ray Rice. <laughs> Never uh, heard of him. The D ball uppercut in the elevator heard around the world. Fuck out of here. Yeah. You ain't gonna play. So that's, me. I mean, that's all I'm saying. I just don't, I don't understand. Assault is assault. That's what I'm trying to understand. Why it's like, all right, you could beat me up. And but I'm just saying, with somebody who's and, close to you, you don't really, you're not, okay, you don't want to hurt them. But don't you still don't want to hurt them? If you have those, me. if you have those that relationship with that person, you're still more likely to get yourself protected if you know you're not going to hurt them financially or 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 a, in a different way. You're more likely to get help. Okay. You can't buy that that you that you be more happy to protect yourself if you know you're not going to hurt the person. You just want you just get protected from them. I mean, I can understand that, but it's still assault is assault. So I'm, what I'm saying then is, if that is the case, and that's what we're going to go with, then that should work in any case. So if I'm at school and I have a fight, then I should be able to make that choice to say, you know what, I don't want this to be a criminal charge. I want this just to be a, a, a order. Mm-hmm. So that person has to stay away from me, and that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but that's all I'm saying. We just didn't choose to go to go that far. We could, but we protect the family, not the society at large. Okay. I don't agree write, with your, you. write your senator. I don't agree with you, <laughs> but okay. The, now he wants to be super uh, liberal and progressive. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Um, well, we'll agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I'm always right there. <laughs> At the top of the show. Uh, Uncle Lonnie knows exactly. best. <laughs> exactly. Of course, but we got to wrap this thing up. Of course, this is Southernville Podcast. You know, you know, a lot of things. We talk about a lot of joints. I appreciate my guy, uh, D'Angelo, the fitness guy, for coming through. Doing this thing. Of course, we can't let anybody leave without saying something positive to the people. And I'm going to nitty point my guy, Uncle Lonnie. Okay, uh, something positive. Is keep going on, doing you, whatever that means. You know, if you need to get help, like we talked about earlier with mental health, you know, go ahead and do that. You know, do whatever you need to be the best version of you. No doubt. New I just read this, and this was so funny to me. I don't know if it's really positive or not, but... It, it what says on Instagram is nothing surprises black people every year like winter. <laughs> yo, it's dead ass. I was just yo, I was literally talking to my uh, one of my coworkers about that last night. Cause I brought to my cold weather. She was talking about how somebody was saying, yo, so breaking out and I wasn't prepared. And I was like, Well, this kinda happens every year in the Northeast. It does. Literally. And it really kicks in in November, so but we all act like, oh man, it's ain't cold. Is, out is here. that cold? Yeah. <laughs> this early? Well, just like when you get the ten thousand one is snowing updates yeah. in December, like, okay. Well, I mean, we we all, we all have access to the same weather channel or the same weather, you know. But <laughs> well, we that's kind of what happens now, right? You know, it's only news. it's snowing. It's news if it's in California, actually. Yeah, right. you know, Florida. <laughs> It's not news in, in the Northeast. They call it a Nor'easter. Yes, it's literally for a reason. It's called a Nor'easter. So, yeah. Um, I guess my words would be A. Hey, every day you wake up, you just realize somebody didn't. Mm. That's reason enough to appreciate the day. Point blank, period. 
And don't drink wow. your sister's asparagus breast and milk. please don't drink your sister's asparagus breast milk. <laughs> Charlie, that was the realest thing you ever wrote this week. Or strap on with your chin. Nah, anyway. <laughs> please, don't drink, please don't drink your sister's asparagus breast milk. And we actually addressed this already, but I want to bring it back because it's just that good. A wise woman once said, just another day living in the hood. Just another day around the way. Feeling good today. Feeling lovely. Oh, my, my, my. Exactly. <laughs> and whether we're feeding your brain, your funny bone, or your something to do, we're just happy to be feeding you. Because around here at Sunday dinner, everyone eats. And we out. Sunday Dinner is presented by the Nitty in the City podcast. All views and opinions expressed by the individuals on this program are those and solely those of said individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of this program, Nitty in the City, or any of its affiliates. The original background music is provided by Lance Chris. Special thanks to all of the financial supporters of the Nitty in the City podcast. For more information on how you can support Nitty in the City, send email correspondence to Nitty in the City, that's one word, at gmail.com.